0: welcome to a Cue the banter quarantine the banter mini-series. i hope you're all doing all right out there during these times of social isolation and self-quarantine we asked a bunch of our friends to suggest movies that they thought would be perfect to catch up on or watch for the first time during this quarantine we uh we hope you enjoy
1: Quarantine pod,
2: hey Nick,
1: are we recording? Quarantine pod, is clean feed finally working? Who knows, it's time to try record attempts number two. Let's banter about what we put
0: on our cues. Oh, there we go. That's it. That's it. It's, It's magnificent. It's, 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 I mean, what a, what a collaboration. The, the, everything broke last time we tried to record. And this time, I mean, we had an opening musical number let's mm-hmm.
2: say so i got i got
0: justin
1: herwitz i call him justin i got him on the phone I was like, look like i'm doing an i'm i'm doing an episode on on la, la land and i was like we wanted to do a musical number just to just be in the right uh, the vein of what that movie's about so i was like can you write a musical number and he did he said this is a brand new thing it's not in the movie <laughs> at all um uh, here's a tune like tell me tell me what you think and i was like this is perfect so
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> it's – uh, I mean, uh, you know, when we realized that we weren't going to be able to record last time, we kind of ran through uh, some different ideas. But that in mean, the finished product there, it's it, – it's gonna... I heard
3: Justin, Justin came out on Twitter, and he thanked you profusely for the work that you've given him during the quarantine. He yeah, said he would yeah. have been, you know – he would have been in a tough spot otherwise, so really <laughs> nice of you.
0: Yeah, he wasn't feeling fulfilled by the Oscars. Yeah. And that <laughs> How really How could you? That really just that's I mean, he feels he feels like he made it.
1: Yeah, I want like to be to be like a composer or a writer, you know, right now, I feel like it's I mean, it's it's gotta be the perfect time to to start cracking out different different creative things where you're just like you know, let me just write a screenplay. Let me write like, okay. Like he has to like, if, if it, like if the timing is right, like he, he's assigned to a movie and like this happens now, like that's perfect for him. He just gets to sit and kind of work on everything and doesn't really lose an ounce of like time in the outside world.
0: I mean like the other one, uh, uh, the other, the other musical number we worked on and it might've been after you disconnected last time was you were trying to go with like someone in the crowd. Yeah. So we kind of looked we looked on that and and like I didn't finish it cuz uh I forgot. <laughs> but I still have it. I still have it and it was it was it was nice with that one because uh you didn't have to change a lot. Right. You know what I mean? That one's kind of easy. It's like one or two words per line you could change and it could kind of work out. Um
3: well, I was thinking for her ep- uh it's not the epilogue, the audition. Uh-huh. She's like, the fools who dream, you know, everyone dreaming about getting back out in the world. There's something there. I didn't crack it, but <laughs> it's, there's, it's, there's, it's, there. It's, it's there. I'll get back in the lab.
1: It's fun. It's fun. I, I enjoy, I greatly enjoy changing up musical oh, yeah. numbers to fit the way. Like, I did that, so the play I was just in, um, I decided just for fun. I was like, because I always joked around, like, this would be funny if it was a musical. And then I started just writing songs based like taking old musicals and taking the songs and reworking them for each character. So I did that. Um,
2: Do you have a good example?
1: um, I I mean, I have, they're all right here. I like the ones that I, like my character wasn't necessarily for a musical. I did my character's song based on the theme for the Brady Bunch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, go on. Duh. I have like. Um, so I I took a song from Hamilton, Aaron Burr, sir, and did it for the butler, which is you, the butler, and (laughs) rewrote that whole song. Um, I have the ballad of Sweeney Todd. Uh, I changed that for like... The Demon
3: Barber of Fleet Street?
1: The the very same. Um, Did did
0: you know that he's actually, he's closed right now during the quarantine. He was not (laughs) not deemed an essential business.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's what Adam was going to get a haircut before, but uh good old sweeney he's still taking
3: he's soliciting business on craigslist still i saw so if you're interested you can get it but (laughs) a little under the table
1: yeah you have to quarantine for two weeks before you go in um the whole game plan um i did a beetle there's a beetlejuice song on there that i did baby Um, are you just not
0: seeing any broadway plays you're just listening to all the soundtracks
1: yeah no I just wanted back I I just wanted because well because my original plan was to try and write the musical itself without like com- using like actual
2: impossible actual songs. it's but impossible it was, hard. it was like I was like I
1: I wrote one that's like fine but like there's the the music is not complex at all and like sometimes it's hard to remember right. when you go back to it because like you don't have the notes written down you just kind of do it in your head
0: well Jared, like even even like so the the script we were we've been working on. Mm-hmm. even that, when we went and did a – we called each other on here to do like a read-through because I made some rewrites in there. And you got to the musical number and you were like, I have no idea what dude I wrote this to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's hard. I, every time I go back to that, it's like, oh, uh, it's a nightmare. But
3: You wrote a musical number into your script? This, yes. Yeah, you
1: know, well, the script the script Amazing. that uh, we're working on is – it's like a conversation between two people trying to come up with an idea for a movie. Basically, an artist is trying to sell it to like the studio head, but every time they change the conversation, like based on what they want the movie to be, that's what the short itself changes. Changes into. So, like, someone says, "Oh, what about a musical number?" or like a musical, and then a musical number is performed and stuff like that. So,
0: love it. So, obviously, look at we're here to talk about the La La Land.
3: Uh, Um. Real quick. Very land. Oh Jared lives in yeah, the land of law.
0: Yeah, and I, so
1: I've I've watched it twice in the past week because of course we were slated to record last <laughs> week, so I decided to watch it again yesterday. Um, I I think that might be one I go back to depending on how long we're stuck in quarantine. Just because like the way it's set up with the seasons that it goes mm. through, it's like I get to it's like I get to experience the seasons of Los Angeles <laughs> from the comfort of my own home because I can't go out and uh and live live the life as you know
0: it's like adam what what's your uh what's your quarantine situation like as far as work goes
3: uh work is fine it's one of those stories that you might have been hearing where i ended up working a lot more during quarantine than i ever have before so my job was mostly travel based before this um and luckily enough my company is you know A bunch of good guys, and they're keeping us all on, but they're putting us to work on other projects, which I am not used to. So, a lot of long days at the computer, but, you know, I'm in Philadelphia. I can go out and take walks. It's not too crowded on the streets. Yeah. Um, We hate with the old,
0: we're going to keep you on the payroll, but I hope you don't mind if you do all this extra work for... Yeah. No extra money, and at that point oh, you're kind of
2: like, in fact, you got a, a reduction. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. I'm getting a pa- less for more re- work.
2: <laughs> that
3: is, hey, bull- I got a job. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we can't complain uh, too hard.
1: And yeah, and i I feel like I feel like Philly is isn't really a city that I've been hearing too much about throughout all this. I feel like Philly's pretty solid right now. I mean, no, yeah, we
3: flew under be. the radar. They were expecting the worst, and as far as we can tell, we did pretty well. That's especially good, especially in the area that we're in, right next to New Jersey, right below New York. Like we could have been hit hard, but yeah, not too bad.
1: Okay, well, and Adam's also making a lot of bread, but I think we should say Adam isn't one of the, those sourdough starter kits. Adam's been making bread. No. Yeah, before on, since before guys, quarantine please. started, <laughs> everyone's, everyone's yeah trying to be like Adam now.
3: You know, I was a big proponent of let's get this bread. Um can't go get bread as much as I'm, you know, I'm accustomed to. So let's make this bread. Why the hell not?
1: That's, I mean, that's the, that's the motto for, for quarantine so, 2020.
3: If I may, Nick, you mentioned Philadelphia. Yeah. I understand we we shared this, ho- this home for a while, not yes. at the same time. I'm a big fan of the landmark theaters, uh, yeah. which I believe was mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, because that's, snow.
0: that's, uh, uh, I went to go see uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire there.
3: Yeah. So the last movie I saw in theaters before quarantine was Parasite at uh, Ritz East at Landmark, yeah. right?
0: Or Ritz East or Ritz mm. Five, one of them. It Ritz was at the Boar's closed. Yeah, Ritz Five. That's where I saw uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It was it was wonderful?
3: Oh, the best! Nope. I've already watched that twice no. since quarantine I started. Mean, no trailers yeah. before the movie played. That was pretty s- pretty sweet. But now I'm scared for them. I think we, we touched on this last time we tried to record. Considering that you Thoughts, know, like AMC yeah. is
0: like we might just go bankrupt and it's like, You're the biggest movie theater chain in the US. That's uh that's not so good. So what
3: does that say for my local theaters that play parasites and portraits of a lady on fire, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's I don't know. Oof. It all that's depends thing on I'm... how landmark how their business models yeah. doing.
3: I hate to say it, but that's the thing that worries me the most about uh, this whole crisis, is if I don't get to go to a mostly empty theater to see an art film, I'm going <laughs> to be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's going to be yes. next next year. Next year, Portrait of Lady on Fire 2, on, exclusively on Quibi. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you guys get Quibi yet?
0: No, absolutely not.
3: Did anyone get Quibi?
0: Like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people did because they had, like, a free 90-day subscription. <laughs> right, yeah. and that's, I feel like, a lot of,
1: like, with, with what's going on with, like, movies. I mean, obviously, a lot of, like, film critics have already seen a lot of movies because of, like, the festivals that happened before this all sort of uh, went down. Like, I feel like a lot of them were just, like, they all, like, the ones that I follow, like, all got Quibi just, and they were looking at stuff, and like, they, that was what they were reviewing because it's new, it's new content to, to review. It's weird because, like, now what what movies are like big now? like there's a movie that came out on Netflix um recently, I think it's called Code eight, which is like starring the guys from the guy from Arrow on CW, which he's not a big actor. He's big in that in like TV for like that stuff but like to see him like now he's in a movie like if that's any other year, that's a movie that just gets completely lost on Netflix. but apparently that's a movie that a lot of people are watching and it's like it's weird that like, if a movie, your movies coming out on Netflix or streaming, like it's going to be, those are going to be the big movies this year. Like HBO has the Hugh Jackman movie, Bad Education is coming out. An
3: HBO original?
1: Uh, yeah. Like HBO bought the, like it, it premiered at a festival last year and HBO bought the dis- distribution rights. Wow. So that's coming out. But like that now with everything that's going on, that, that seems to be, so seem to have been the right move for that movie where like a, a major studio could have gotten that it could have been a, a theater release but instead it's on hbo and now it's going to be one of the only new movies that everyone has access to i
0: don't know look at fucking things are weird right now it's like the it's kind of the worst everything's kind of terrible it's uh you know even like when i go to work like i have to go to like i'm essential so i have to go to work Oh brag. Not even a brag, because I get to leave my house. The only time I get to leave my house is to go to work. I know. You get out of the house, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm out of the house. This is pretty sweet. And then I get there and I'm like, I'm at fucking work. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it's not the greatest, but it's fucking. <laughs> Fuck, fucking things sucks. Yeah, it's fucking weird out there. Mm. You go know, like, a grocery shop and everyone's got a fucking mask on. The roads are not nearly as busy as they were before. It's just, it's fucking weird. And obviously things are not going to survive, but it's weird when you see things like the largest movie chain in the U.S. being like, ah, this might, this might be it. It's like, all right, how? That's, that's fucking nuts. That's wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You lost us on clean feed? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, Big no. snap. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Oh, no. Hold on. Uh-oh. What
3: are you drinking,
1: Adam? Yeah,
0: what do you got over there, bud? Now that
1: we're
3: A little back? iced coffee. A little iced coffee, mm-hmm. John. Yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking I've some been brewing cause I pots of coffee, and then whatever doesn't fit in my mug, just throw it in a jar. Not too bad. A little iced coffee yeah, at the that, end of that,
1: it. Yeah, I do that. I'll do a French press. French press, make a cup, and then... The rest of it is for a nice coffee either later or the next day.
0: Yeah. So um, so the movie we're here to talk about is uh, The La La Land, The Land of the Law. And uh, this was uh, – I saw this recently on Twitter. Someone posted uh, La La Land being on Netflix. I don't know where.
1: Probably the UK.
0: Could be the UK. Shouts out to the UK, though. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You guys are, you know, doing it. Uh, La La Land. Here's the uh description they have for La La Land. Okay, they dream of doing what they love, but they're also in love with each other. <laughs> Can the two kinds of love coexist?
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> which is that can't be real.
0: I swear to god, which is a, a, a weird question going into the movie. Maybe yeah. after the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, because of uh, you know, there's like what happens in the movie it's it's like going into it though you're kind of like hmm it's a weird it's kind of a weird way to frame this movie
3: yeah why why shouldn't yeah. they be able to exist together you'll find out you'll, in la la yeah work. exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i mean adam this is like la la land has been a movie we've talked about recording an episode with you for so long like what about it because you've watched it count how many times have you watched la la land
3: God. Like, can, I don't think I, it's like count? ten times. It's probably five, six, seven times. Yeah. And that was I saw it for the first time in twenty seventeen. So like almost a full year. It was right around Oscar season. So it was almost a full year after it had already come out. Um and you you know done its award cycle thing. Mm-hmm. Um part of the part of the draw to La La Land was for me, is the first time I saw it, which, Nick, I know you have mentioned that it is one of your best movie-going experiences, yeah? That is correct. So, I saw La La Land, if you'll indulge me and let me tell the story. So, I had been invited to, uh, like, going out for someone's birthday. It was actually someone from our high school, Jared. Um, Okay. And they wanted to go out in Philadelphia, uh, like, go to bars. They, like, got a hotel Uh, we were gonna like crash there or whatever. So I get there and it's just me and two couples. So I'm fifth wheeling from the start. I get to the hotel room, it's like awkward. They're like not ready to go out. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna drive this party. We're gonna start drinking now. We're gonna go out, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be fun. Lo and behold, I drank a little bit too much to make it a little fun. So towards the end of the night, you know, we're coming back to the hotel. I decide that, like, I was like playing it by ear to see if I was gonna like go home, like not drink and go home, or if I was gonna like stay in the hotel. So I end up staying in the hotel, but I end up sleeping on like a bench, uh, like in the corner of the hotel, like somewhere you're not supposed to sleep. But it had like five square inches of cushion. So I was like, yeah, I can sleep here. Well, yeah, it's like, got I'll cushion. Fun. Yeah. So after being drunk, sleeping on a bench with a cushion, I wake up at. 6:45 in the morning in the hotel room everybody else is sleeping i'm like i need to get the hell out of here so i get on a train in philly take it to new jersey where my car is parked pick up my car drive down to delaware where i was living at the time i get to my house where i was living at like 9 a.m in the morning let's say so hungover miserable i'm like i can't fall asleep right now like i'm gonna feel worse <laughs> So what do I do? I go onto HBO and see what movies are available. And La La Land was the one that I pick. right? I swear to you that La La Land, watching it from the comfort of my own bed, being hungover, like, brought me back to life. (laughs) Like, I felt like a... The person I was before I laid down in my bed to watch that movie was completely different than the person I ended up being afterwards. <laughs> it was wow. truly like breathing life into me. Yeah, true hangover.
1: I gotta try that next hangover I have. It's time to, you must. You must. Yeah. And
3: So, it actually made me think of a question. How do you guys feel about waking up and the first thing you do is watch a movie? Because I did that today as well, and I think I like it. I love it. I yeah. did
1: that I'm I've, down I find, with that. Yeah. Funny enough, I think the last movie I did that with was Chazelle's follow-up, First Man.
2: Uh, I woke
1: up, and it was, like, it was early, like, on a Saturday. I woke up, and it was, like, 7 or 8, and, you know, like, Mickey was still sleeping. So I was like, ah, you know what? This is leaving HBO. Let me put it on. And I like doing that. Because even I'll do that, and then I'll sleep. I'll, like, take a nap for, like, two hours, and then wake up again and, like, have lunchtime. Yeah, Um, I
0: I did it with First Man. I've also done it with Schindler's List before. So it's there's there's – That gave you a hangover. (laughs) There's level, there's like a whole, I came off a midnight shift and when I come off a midnight shift, Uh, I can never readjust to being back on days. So I tried to, and of course I woke up at like 3am. I couldn't get back to sleep. I was wide awake from working overnights and I'm like, I got to do something. And I was like, oh shit, I mean, I haven't watched Schindler's List yet.
3: And I got three hours to burn. I did that this morning with uh, the Florida project. First time I'd seen it. I saw that you watched it. I was very excited because Nick
1: Nick absolutely loves that movie. So once I saw that you had watched it, it before is so coming the episode, incredible. I was gonna say that's a that's a great yeah. movie for you to have watched. Um, I, I I have it on my watch list to go back and watch it because I watched it. I enjoyed it, but like I don't know, me and Nick have had this talk about this type of stuff on the podcast before, where it's like like I even over the past 2 or 3 years I feel like I've grown and like aged a little bit and have different perspective on things where if I watch the Florida project now I see myself liking it even more uh just given my own more adult
0: perspective Well yeah that's things. like the thing where you know you know like growing up like Jared like you love a movie like you know like a Jared classic like a Van Helsing
1: Well you always got to bring up Van Helsing
0: <laughs> cuz I just watched it because you liked it so much and I finally watched it all these years later as a kid Yeah, yeah. But you know, you have those kind of movies where, like, you watch them when you're younger, and you're like, "This movie's great." And then you watch it now, and you're like, "You, yeah, yikes! That's not that's not a coherent <laughs> a, movie." But I got a
1: couple of them that are going to be coming up on the podcast that I'm going to suggest for you to watch. But
0: I think I, I think it works like kind of a nice way too, where you have these movies that you watch maybe when you're younger that you like, and now you watch them again as you've gotten older, matured, more things in your life have happened, and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, I totally, this is this is my shit more than I even realized." It's nice that you can grow with a a fucking movie like that. Yeah. The um, so, when did you first see La La Land, Jared? I saw it. It was in I I got a, uh, I got like a
1: stream of it online somewhere. Well, that, I mean, the quality was fine. Going yeah, to so, have yeah, to so. edit that out. <laughs> Let's see <laughs> at, at,
0: at <laughs> twenty one. Minutes. Just yeah, just bleep bleep it. I got to bleep
1: somewhere. So I watched it in preparation for. I got a (laughs) screener for award season, but I was just getting ready. So like, I had it on my computer. I plugged my computer up to my TV to watch it. So the quality was decent, but it wasn't the best it could have been. So I kind of, but I it it still like blew me away. And then I was so excited to when I finally got it on Blu-ray to finally watch it on higher quality. And then that was just like watching it all over again, which is great, great. Uh, I was trying rotten.
0: to see the date. I do have the fucking stub from when I went hey to go now. see it. It's one of the only stubs I have. And actually, Portrait of on Fires is in the back of my phone. But that's only because, <laughs> there you go. as you know, at the Ritz Theaters, the, the ticket stub is very, very Ooh. thin. Jared is holding up yeah. a poster. Wait, the ticket from... stuff. It's like a receipt, right? That's why like I, I put it in the back of my phone. Although, Jared, if you're going to fucking flex on Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Fuck oh, me. no. you have the better. Criterion? Portrait of a Lady on Fire artwork. going to have to.
3: Yo. Yeah. Okay, so. The
0: Criterion comes in June. It's, it's That shit's fucking pre-ordered. I haven't ordered it, it yet. Yeah.
3: What I want is a print of the painting from in the, the beginning, beginning of the movie. Oh, my yeah. God. It's that, like, when I, I want. <laughs> I think I said this in, like, a tweet or in my letterbox review. I was like, when the portrait of the lady on fire from the beginning of that showed up, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I love this. But then when it shows up later, when the portrait is actually on fire, like, yeah. I want that
1: one. I want a portrait of the – without the head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But fire – fire
2: painted on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lala Land. La La <laughs> I I I'm, I'm glad that you collect your, your
1: movie stubs, too. Uh, unfortunately, now with, like, AMC, A-List, you don't get the physical stub. Uh, it's just yeah, on your I phone. Mean, but I have, like, a denim jacket where I just have old movie tickets, like, stored in it. Because it was my dad's – it was our dad's denim jacket. And there's, like, an old JC JCPenney receipt from, like, the 90s. <laughs> so I kept that in that pocket. And now in the other pocket, I just store all the movie tickets, all the movie stubs I got in there.
0: Yeah, I saw, shockingly enough uh, – i saw it after zach saw it and he, even though like i saw the like right, previews yeah. for this movie and i was like oh this is my shit Fucking God, i mean it's gosling so I'm, I'm in gosling who uh as you will note one of my uh favorite performances of the decade in um every Everything film he did every film <laughs> he did during the decade um, he did get that, yeah. So yeah, me and Kate ran to go see it like right before it was like done with its theatrical run. Which and what made it so great was uh, there was nobody else in the theater. It was just like was fun, pretty fun. Watching La, La Land in your living room if your living room is a movie theater. It was it was it was great. Um. um so yeah, it's what's oh, it's what's so your good. guys um. What's your favorite, uh, let's see, where, where we start, what song starts out with?
1: Starts with, so it has the, so like the movie starts with the musical number, what's the The, Another, another, another Day of Sun. Which they weren't, like that was, that was originally supposed to be in the movie, then they took it out a couple times, like there was a, there was a shot that that wasn't going to be the starting thing for it, I'm glad that they kept it in, because it kind of like sets up the rules for what's going on, like how this, how this movie's going to work. And I like it, has, it
0: for you know, that, I think it's my least favorite song in the movie. Ooh, hot take. Um, yeah, I was like, ah, no, I like, I like that you get that you are right though. Like from the aspect of this is the rules of the movie. This is how it works. I'm like, perfect.
2: But yeah, and then
0: with the title,
1: it also like has the, then it says winter, you know, like, it's like, all right, this is how they're going to do it. We're going to do this by months. Like there's going to be different phases of it.
3: So, um, I don't know necessarily what like the rules of writing a musical are, but, um, like you mentioned, Nick, it does set the tone. I don't know if you guys noticed the first verse of that song is about actors. The second verse is about musicians. Um, so like the first verse is, okay. So I have a few notes about this song and (laughs) this is the most granular I will get on this whole podcast. I promise. But there are three sections of alliteration in this song. Uh, is everyone familiar with alliteration? Explain for the users (laughs) that will not be, uh, uh no i don't want to i don't want to say i don't want to say it wrong so no uh but i think it's like using the same first syllable or the same first sound of words like in a repetitive fashion Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. one of the lyrics is summer sunday nights we'd sink into our seats right as they dimmed out all the lights that's about like uh, a girl who wants her... her like old love to see her on the screen and like think about her uh even though she ran away to Hollywood, like she wants to be on that screen so that he sees her and he thinks about her. Um, There's another one. The second verse is about musicians and there's a line where it says, um, the ballads in the ballrooms left by those who came before. So it's saying the history of of the music industry in Los Angeles. And then later on in that verse, he says, someday as i sing my song a small town kid will come along and that'll be the thing to push him on a moving so it's like i guess it like talks about artists coming to los angeles and like seeking something that they didn't have in terms of inspiration like when they were younger mm-hmm. or like yeah. being that uh you know being that thing that people see as a success yeah. in the entertainment industry yeah it also i mean it also tells it also lays out what's going to happen in the movie because
1: that's exactly what happens with Mia's character. She goes off to the movies and her old love, you know, like, I don't, he doesn't, you know, like, he'll see her on the screen if she's, because she becomes this big movie star. And then with him, it's like in the halls that the old people used to play in. And he's like all about like, oh, the, the Van Beek. Now it's a top yeah. of Samba's place. You know what I mean? Like it, Pick one. The joke's on history, I guess. Yes, the joke's on history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got some of the best lines, and uh, you know, one of the like one of the things in the commentary talks about how like his character, and I can totally see this. His character definitely is way more of a dick on the page. Yeah. Like if you if you just take what he says, like like because like it's like okay, not a lot of people really talk like this. Like this guy's pretentious, and he's like kind of. A, like but an it's asshole. that At like,
2: Gosling say, is no, so I, goddamn charming. God, I, uh, yeah, charming he, he's so
1: charming. He brings so much warmth to it. And, and you just have that, yeah, that Gosling, I mean, arm that really just kind of sells that character.
0: Yeah, and that you know he's he's perfect for, he's perfect for that role.
3: should um, like you would like you said Jared on paper like a jazz loving like person who doesn't want to hear about modern music and like the way the world is evolving. Yeah, it's you a nightmare. Would, like roll your eyes at that.
0: It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's the, yeah. You'd hate that guy. You'd hate that yeah. guy even look Um, here's the thing sometimes like sometimes those kinds of people have a point they just don't know how to make that point without being a like and that this goes for any form of art there's those kind of people you know what i mean that's like uh i remember so when i was in philadelphia when i was in school i was in our digital lab i had a project to print and the kid sitting next to me i didn't know him but he was scanning film and the whole time he was scanning film, he kept telling me, oh, no, you should have shot in film. You should shoot in film. You should." Shoot. And I'm like, bro, I fucking get it. I got shit to do, and it's not involving film right now. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> film is superior to digital. He is correct on that. And, right. like, his argument was right, but it was this whole kind of, like, oh, look what I'm doing, bud.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I already it's did always, it, so it's easy for me. me to tell you what yeah. to do now. I'm right. one of the
0: old masters. Right. But that that's, you know, it's – its uh, I think we can all relate to that kind of uh, – yeah. those kind of people.
3: Well, and yeah. it's like they – the first thing they really show of his character is like he is so devoted to his craft that he is listening to recordings of himself playing piano in the car like while he's driving around L.A. So
2: yeah.
3: It's like he comes off as like, okay, this guy means business
1: he he says at one point that he goes five miles out of the way to get a cup of coffee outside of a jazz club yeah <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> like, are you... <laughs> especially
3: well, in la all that traffic
1: yeah, yeah all that traffic
2: uh um, yeah so jared well, do... is the
3: depiction of traffic in la uh is that accurate in la la land do they get out of their car and dance on the freeway They do. I always like. I think
1: when I first saw that, when I first went out here, I didn't know what. Like I like looked up. I was like, "What high? What highway is this?" And I guess I think what they used was
0: they use like the on ramp,
1: right? Yeah, it's. I think they use the um, the like the easy pass, the fast pass lane. Because okay. there's like, because it's emerging of the high. It's like from the 105 to the 110 that heads towards oh, downtown oh, LA.
0: Oh, shout out to the Californian skit yeah, on Jesus. SNL. <laughs> That's exactly what that skin. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly yeah. what that skin you is. You are about. that guy. Yeah, I took the 104. <laughs> the 104.
1: <laughs> so. That's oh my gosh. That's that, I, let's 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 get this out of the way. That that's stigma California people because it's not like I it's not like I'm not gonna go home to New Jersey and call it the nine like I call it Route nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't call it like I don't call it. I still call it I ninety five. Like just everyone calls them. The California ones have the "th" in front of it.
3: Um It's everyone else's fault, not yours. Yeah, yeah
1: it's just what everyone calls it. But sure. yeah. But even then, that's like in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like and like I've been on those highways before where like just getting on to like getting from the 105 to the 110. <laughs> uh, it takes a while. Like that's kind of held I, up so like for them, but for them to just like I am assuming they just closed off like the They did. They I think have if you, a special if you pay, ramp for I easy think, pass.
0: If you pay attention, you look down, there's some cars that are facing the other way. Like, if you yeah. really try and, like, pay attention yeah, to what's going all, on deep. Yeah, according to how it's
1: set up, they're all going, they're all supposedly going that way. They're why, yeah, they're all they're, flipped around. There's a median, and they're all on the, going the same way. It doesn't make but
0: sense. But I, I kind of like how we go from that point in the beginning of the movie to we go to Mia. We see Sebastian. She's sitting in her car. Mm-hmm. He's honking the horn. He's furious. Of course, that's the car that he drives. Of course, that's the car that she drives. Makes sense. Fits them perfectly. And I like how you, uh, I like how you, you, you start with her. With her going to her auditions, you know what I mean? Her working at the car. Right, like, yeah, they, they
1: do an introduction for, for her, each, and then they go back. And then um, you get Sebastian.
0: I, but I, I, the, um, when, when she gets home from the audition, and her friends are all getting ready to go out, and you see her apartment with the big you know, Casablanca poster up on the wall, and uh, they do uh, Someone in the Crowd.
3: I have to pause. I have one note in between the time when they're on the freeway. She, They show her working in the cafe on, like, the, what is it, the Warner Brothers lot? Or yeah, the Warner Brothers lot, yeah. Uh, so if you notice, in that scene, there's, like, a seemingly famous actress that comes in. Everyone's kind of turning their head. She goes up. She's She orders coffee from the counter. She says, can I have one coffee? She tips them a $5 bill. You could see it, like, go into the tip jar. Um, and she walks out she gets into a golf cart and then somebody like drives her away like seemingly to right, a set yeah,
1: teams, yeah
3: that comes up back around and we will get to it at the end of the movie but i want to note that she bought one coffee and she tipped five dollars yep hold on okay Me. okay
2: Take the notes. <laughs> one for the coffee.
3: five five dollars as you can see i nick been... wrote it down it's been
0: oh. noted Um, Yes. I mean,
1: like you have her audition. I think her audition was based on actually auditions that Gosling had where like he was doing a serious scene and someone interrupted and like came in and
2: like,
0: yeah, it was like, um, hey, like, oh, hey, here's the scene It's super emotional crying.
1: And, and yeah, like what I I had this note for later, but just what Emma Stone is able to uh, portray just with a look. At so many different points in this movie. Because there's so many different points where you get so much emotion and trajectory of that emotion just without her saying a word. Like, you know, when she's at the concert and stuff like that. Like, just what her eyes do and how she, you know, she's like, you see her walk in and she's, like, super serious. She's doing this scene. She's, like, tears in her eyes. Then it's, like, awkward. Then, you know, there's, like, a sense of embarrassment. But then also you can kind of see that she's annoyed that this is happening, like, frustrated that this is happening during the thing. And it's just, like, well, ex- all at once. It's just excellent.
0: Which exactly is that it's actually perfect, because I mentioned someone in the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. A song that starts out, and I'm okay. You know, they're in the apartment, <clears throat> and they go to the party. And, like, when, when, like, everything really started clicking for me is when she walks into the bathroom, and she looks in the mirror, and the whole song slows down, and it's this someone in the crowd. The, she has that whole thing where she sings to herself in the mirror.
3: It gets, dark, right? it, gets, yes, it gets dark, right? Yes, it gets dark. There's like
0: the light on her, and she's looking in. Um, but that's it. That's that emotion in her, uh, in her face that she portrays, looking at herself, how she feels. You get that from that short little, like. And obviously, I know she has the lighting, the song, and everything going with it. But at that point, I'm like, okay, yes, um, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, whatever you're special, selling me, like, yes. Whatever you're selling exactly. me here, I am buying. And then of course that guy does that. The guy flips into the pool. He did it like forty <laughs> Bum, times. He did
1: like forty bump, takes bump, for that. Bump, bump.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from the director's commentary, right?
1: Yeah, right. It's like thirty-nine times or something like that. Like, oh my gosh. So, so
3: I mentioned this off the off the podcast, I think. But there's that that camera effect that they use. It kind, it's like they show it to sh- pour champagne for some reason, and it's right, almost they show it, then there's a the row of
1: glasses. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's almost overlaid in what they're actually filming in the party. What technically mm. is going on there? Because it looks like old Hollywood type feel, right? They could have just as easily like made it look a little bit smoother to edit that in overlaid. But like, do you know what's going on there as filmmakers?
0: Which one is it? When they're pouring the shit on the champagne tower?
3: Yeah. yeah it's, it's like they're it's panning like... through the party. They're showing champagne. They're showing like. But it, yeah, it's
1: over, it's overlaid onto another image. Um, it is. Yeah. I think that's, it really is an old Hollywood type type of thing i'm trying to i'm not necessarily i'm a little bit f- removed
0: from
3: like cut it cut it we got to cut this part my, <laughs> we don't every, my own.
0: <laughs> adam always needs some part of the podcast cut whatever he's on <laughs> whatever
1: yeah <laughs> um like the editing of it like i, I exactly how it's done and over like how they overlay it but um i think it is just putting the two images together because that's what sometimes what they do is like with
0: uh, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, they have a nice vignette where yeah. they're in the middle and rather than have a white or a yeah, black vignette, yeah. it's actually the champagne still being poured on the outside of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably just just something in post. It, it looks pretty fucking... It's in I mean, it's, it's cool. like, I mean, what you can do, like, when, like,
1: say I'm doing, I'm filming a scene and I'm playing both characters, Or like, they have, like,
0: what yes. they
1: do is they'll put the two screens next to each other. So I'm, like, looking and then it's the other, it's half of my shot and then half of my reverse shot. Not look, we're not actually looking at each other but it's like yeah. like that but maybe it's completely overlaid like that i don't i don't necessarily know what the technique is or just because i'm not that good at video editing but
3: <laughs> um, it just feels like something you don't see that often if you, it, it no, really did feel like old well, hollywood it well that's like, like well,
0: uh, right uh, even yeah. as far as like so this one best cinematography um and which you know, I love. I'm so, me, yeah. like, it's such a cool
1: movie to have won. And, best and like
0: me and Jared always talk about it. Like the the whole the old idea, um, not the old, the whole idea with old musicals was we're going to film this on a soundstage and we're going to try and make it look as real as possible. Hmm. And kind of the approach going into this was we're going to film it on location and try to make it look fake as possible. Which is, I mean, where you get the the colors are so fucking good in this. Yeah, like her house box.
3: before they even go to the party. Yes. every room is a brightly colored walls you know
0: that's what i mean so yeah. like the and
1: the different lights like the red light that comes in or like yeah like the walls are pink they're all wearing different colors you know when she, you go to her there's like the montage of her doing a couple different auditions like it's just a cool creative choice like she's in front of a red brick wall then yep. a yellow then like a green wall like it's just like that's just a creative choice i mean that like obviously in real life if i were to go to three auditions it wouldn't be like, oh, wow, each one was a different primary color. Like, yeah, right. right. Normal <laughs> four, it's just, That's not how it works. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like a lot of the shots. There's even the shot in the movie theater where she's looking at him sitting down when she, yep. and like, the screens over faces It's like a lot of old fashioned feeling type stuff that just kind of feels unique and special.
0: You know, fucking cinemascope and it's nice oh and, and it's nice and wide mm-hmm. and everything like that.
3: Who has a red yep. bathroom?
1: Um, like, that no. picture
3: you're putting up, Nick. Yeah, bright red. Who's got a bathroom like that? I don't know.
1: It's good red. <laughs> like no one's bathroom looks like that, but like, it, but it, when, you, when you watch in the movie, it 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 just looks looks cool. It looks nice. Yeah, I'm all well, It looks, like, all here it, it for
3: looks it. magical to me. Like I think the yeah,
1: uh, that whole sequence the, sort of feels like that.
3: And to yeah, me, I'll like do. from somebody who doesn't, you know, to me that looks like old Hollywood too. Like when I think of Hollywood, I think of like hollywood with like big colors like bright uh you know the gold the parties like all that kind of stuff it feels very mm-hmm. oh, i mean uh, even
0: like that nice like the cinemascope opening of the movie where it's like nice and yeah. small and it gets nice and big with the retro like look and feel to it you could tell that it's it's you know it's very influenced by by that
1: and i mean look i mean we'll get to it but like the the epilogue is
0: mm-hmm. very
1: much like that, like the, like all different little sets. Like even when they're walking on the lot, you see like the sets they walk by
0: in yeah. bright
1: colors and just looks very yeah. old-fashioned. But uh, I love, yeah, I just love how this, I love how this movie just sets itself up from the beginning with the musical number. All right, this is just people in like regular life, but like they're going to sing about it and it's not going to be the best, you know, like it's not like, oh, we have like Beyonce singing like a strong, powerful musical number. It's just kind of like real people singing type type feel and then you know the, there's the winter title and then we have well, we stick with we stick with uh with Mia and her car and we see her auditions and then her roommates and the party and then after the party her car got towed because parking in LA is a nightmare and then she <laughs> walks into the bar and you hear the song playing but you don't see him playing it and then all of a sudden it goes back to him honking the horns, st- and we yeah we stay we stay with him And then we, it's like two separate introductions and then getting to that point with the meeting point, which is their theme for the whole movie, which I I just love how that was done. I love the idea of how, how that's set up
0: the, um, yeah, yeah. You get, you get everything with, um, with him. Is that it's, it's with his, um, or His sister comes over that that's all before, right. Is that all before they meet?
3: Yeah, so the first thing they show of him is him sitting outside the jazz club, just looking at it. Just looking at it. You don't really know what it is, really. And then he goes home, and he walks in his door. And you notice he walks in his door and immediately gets startled. Like, he jumps back. Yeah. He gets scared when he sees his sister in his apartment. And he also gets scared, like, multiple other times in the movie. Like, it's not really, like, uh, the focus of the shot by any means, but, like, it happens at the planetarium, too it happens another time he it, for whatever yeah, reason very, his character gets startled very easily it's a
1: very gosling thing i think just yeah like, yeah just his own physical energy that he brings just like does that a lot um yeah. and yeah it's just i mean you kind of get you get that's where you get his of how life yeah
0: and how how obsessed he is please do not sit on that stool Uh, you know what I mean? Like don't sit on that stool here. And he has, you know, put the stuff, he has the piano and everything like that. Once again, there's the different colors of the movie in there, the apartment, you you know, you have that nice kind of green going on in there. And, uh, you kind of get how obsessed he is.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's one point where his sister wants to give him something and he's like, I don't want it. And she goes, what if I said, miles Davis pissed on it. And he's like, that's almost insulting. Is it true? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like he, like he actually like fully cares about this stuff. Yeah, but, slow.
0: but I, I like I like that, though, because it, it gives, like, okay, this is how this is how obsessed he is. And you kind of have the conversation about, you kind of get into he worked with someone at some point and it didn't work out.
3: Right, he's, like, hoarding these things. Yes. Uh, because this has been his dream for a while to right. this get is all these stuff things that's, in a jazz club.
1: Yeah, they're all stuff that he, he's going to unpack it when he puts it in his jazz club. Um, yeah, and I just think if this was, you know, if this was Miles Teller... Who was originally cast for the role? Is that right? Yeah, because he was in Whiplash, and then he was the original. Him and Emma Watson were the original two that were supposed to be in this. But then I think I think Emma Watson decided to go. You know, she was doing Beauty and the Beast, so she left this project for that. I think Ryan Gosling turned down the beauty, the Beast role to do this. Um, but I think also Chazelle just like re sort of wrote it for them to be older, like people who are older living in Hollywood, trying to make their dreams come true, not people who are just getting there to try and figure it out.
0: Which was so the that, correct choice. Yeah,
1: like if I think and like if you if you've seen Whiplash, which I haven't, which Nick really, has been, yeah, I haven't watched it yet.
2: Yeah, such a good movie. It's,
1: it's like when you watch that, like Miles Teller fits that role better, and I think if he's in this it's going to be more like the whiplash character who comes more across as a dick than Ryan Gosling does, who kind of brings a warmth to it, which kind of fits this movie more. Um, and I think you've got a Speaking of, of whiplash,
3: the next scene you see with uh, Ryan Gosling's character is him working his day job at a restaurant, mm-hmm.
0: which I love that scene so much.
3: Decorated for Christmas. It makes La La Land a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Mars put it right down. The- yeah. It, um,
0: Hold on. Let me that, yeah, that's
1: right. The interior for that is at the Smokehouse which is right across the street from Warner Brothers um, which is like a restaurant a lot of people I think like George Clooney likes to go there would like to go there a lot like during his run it uh, when he was filming ER was like always a place he would go to right across the street I've been there once pretty good pretty good but I haven't been there since <laughs> knowing that that was the restaurant like, since seeing La La Land I want to uh, I would love to check that out but I remember so like when he plays when he has the conversation or when he plays the song and she walks in. The trailers for La La Land have him walking up and kissing Kissinger. her.
2: Yep. So when ah. he bumped
1: past her, I, when he bumped past her, I was like, I was like physically shook. I was like, wait a second, what? It's one of the <laughs> because only all the trailers. Yeah, one of the only times the trailers, that so, them putting
0: yeah. too much in the trailer, putting something Man. in the trailer, paid, uh, like, uh, paid off. You know what I mean, it, it played well with what you were expecting in the movie. So what you're telling
3: yeah. me is the trailer was a classic rope dope
0: Shanghai baby We're Shanghai was Shanghai baby. But I love I, I love oh, the me and Sebastian theme. It is good. It's very simple, and I like when you start the movie, you're like, okay, this is their theme because you hear interpolations of it throughout the soundtrack and different scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like once you get once you're done with the movie, once you're at the end, I think the song takes a very different has a very different meaning. And you listen to it and you're like, oh, this song was never a happy song. This song is kind of depressing. Yeah. And it's one of the things that like, it doesn't, that doesn't occur to you like while you're watching it. afterwards you're like, how did this not sound sad to me the entire
3: time it played throughout the movie? Yeah. It's fine. Well, the first time he plays it, he's kind of sad, right? Like he, even like, he's playing the Christmas music at the piano and it's all like do yeah, do like the- very like robotic and like upbeat or whatever. And then you can see his demeanor kind of falls and he slips into like, you know, it, like yeah. it, it really goes down with his mood in that scene. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I love that, I love when they use that too. Um, like when she's at the restaurant later on with her boyfriend,
3: guys, like a fucking this- douche. Terrible haircut. <laughs>
1: terrible haircut. <laughs> that guy, I feel like he, that guy he plays that role in like any movie I've ever seen him in, where he's just like the guy. Yeah, he's in other more. things, yeah. right? Like he's. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's in other things. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what he was in, but I love, I love like when they're sitting at the restaurant, I'm looking it up now, Um, when they're at the restaurant and she hears their theme playing just on the, on the audio system in the, the
2: speakers. Yeah, you I know, like
1: I just think that's like, it's cool. It's like all right, like hey, this is like this is a musical. Like anything, anything goes. Like there's a the kind of these rules like where this music kind of plays and just yeah, it just interweaves itself into, uh, like the movie, and it's not like something you know because obviously what what we call it um, is there's diegetic sound and non diegetic sound. Where non diegetic sound um, is like a score. Mm-hmm. I could be, I hope I'm not flipping them, but like it's like either the, it's the score versus like music that the, like on the radio. So like there's times right. where like diet like the music will be the score where like you don't expect like the characters don't know it's there, but then it'll like like the movies will transition and it'll be playing on the radio and then that point it goes into the, the die the or whatever it's called the, the, like its becomes diegetic music where like that is like part of the score. And she just hears it, but then she hears it, so like it becomes into that world. Like, but that's cool. Something that you can do with musicals because musicals, all the music, a lot of the music is like. It's reused and repurposed
3: it. and reformatted. Yeah. Like you can hear mm-hmm. them playing. Like uh, there's like a point where they're walking through the studios. I think and there's a guitar playing in the background, and it's playing City of Stars. And you can only really recognize the tune if you're like really listening for it. Really but listening? It's, not, yeah, it's not the main focal point of the scene. You know.
1: Right. Yeah, I didn't even I honestly didn't even notice that it was, it was playing that. I love when like he so he did Hurwitz did you see First Man? I have not seen First Man. No. Okay. So well Hurwitz Herwitz is he did the score for this and he does the score for that movie as well. There's a lot in that movie where like a lot of the score Sounds very much the same like there are a lot of songs It's like pretty much the same melody just a little bit different and it all pays off at the end with like the final like when Because it's about the moon landing so the moon landing scene Takes that score that we had heard throughout the whole thing and repurposes it and it's like much Louder and bigger and it kind of is like it's just like it all comes together at the end Which was like really cool the way that the way they used it
3: And when Uh, you say moon landing scene, that's because they actually, you know, created it on a studio stage because the moon landing never... Right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. yeah, it was very much... In, yeah, it was like... It was very much like La La Land. Like, it was on on the set. Like, me and Sebastian are walking in the background. Um What else is this guy? He's on America... His name is Finn Whitrock.
3: Okay. He, I feel like oh, he, he was, was on, Big like, Shore. old TV shows. Was like he on... He, yeah, uh, he was on, like... Gilmore Girls?
1: Ooh, let's see... Um, he was on, okay, uh, the assassination of Gianni Versace, Big Short, he was in American Horror Story, he had, he has an SVU, Criminal Minds, like, he did all that, he did, like, those type of stuff, CSI Miami, ER, I'm not seeing
3: anything for Gilmore Girls. Okay, I gotta go to the bathroom, I'm sorry, BRB. Alright, go, go. okay, now that Nick
1: is back, alright, um, now, we were talking about, so, now that you're back i have to catch you up uh or we can just talk about adam like how how's adam doing how do you think he's doing as a kid adam's
0: doing good i've been so excited cuz uh i know when we like first started the podcast there was like um you know a, a couple people we wanted on for you know guest spots for certain things
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh like we had james on and we talked about adaptation he's going to be on again to talk about true romance and then we had I knew Snow wanted to talk about call me by your name." and when I was like, you said, Adam wanted to come on, said, "All right, what movie does Adam want to do?" And you said, "La, la, land." And I said, actually, I just said dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And I was very excited.
1: Yeah, I mean, Adam, so Adam, I'll i bring it up to him when he comes back, but he is our he is our first Adam is our first um return guest here's our second return guest yeah we've had zach's the first one to be on multiple episodes adam's Adam's the second one adam's the second to make his second appearance on on the podcast
3: wow i'm the closest thing to a Raymond brother this podcast has ever seen correct that's true that is true um so we get to spring so i feel
1: like that's like that's kind of the the intro is is winter right then spring is kind of just like they meet up again
0: um, At the uh, the house party, yeah, and she
1: makes him play Iran, which is like four piano notes,
0: which is uh, which is great. And then she's dancing the entire time, and uh, he's furious. And I love when they have the conversation. And this
3: conversation has one of my favorite line readings from the movie. Uh, he's saying like, "Oh, you're an actress. Like, do I know you from anything?" And she says something like, "Oh, the coffee shop on the Warner Brothers lot." And he goes, "Oh, so you're a barista?" Yeah, he says barista. <laughs> barista. I love that
0: i love it you know, i'm sorry did you say serious musician yeah
3: and
1: he's like I, no don't think so
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> can i borrow that outfit i have an audition for a firefighter next week yeah
0: uh yeah don't ask a serious musician to play iran oh sorry I you're think,
3: a serious musician he's
0: like no, I'm um, I, I love that i'm sorry i was you know i was a little
3: curt Kurt. yeah and then What's uh the he it, talks he has to get pulled away and he's like, I guess I'll see you in the movies. You know what I mean? I love it. He's like, Hey, he's just he doesn't tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't say, isn't it? I,
1: yeah, I, I kind of just like how long it takes for them to sort of really even hit it off. Like you have the opening scene where she flips him off in traffic. Yep. Then he bumps her. Like they don't recognize each other at the restaurant, but like he just bumps her and leaves. And then they have this conversation. And then of course, like after the party, they, like the whole song, like, uh, you know what a waste of a lovely night. like uh-huh. they't even that song is about how they're never going to fall in love with each other. yeah, and um, it's
0: it's a great way to get there is have that little they have the banter at the party and then they go to leave, and it's hey can you grab my keys. When he you drive lo- he a, does a Prius yeah. and they open it, and of course it's all Prius keys oh, right.
1: that that doesn't help me. he looked he, he looks like George. he looks so much like George Michael. yeah <laughs> <The>, uh,
0: <laughs> uh you know, the one with the green ribbon, mm-hmm. and then they have the nice little banter about you know, put it to your chin. It uh, it causes cancer, but it saves you time, so it kind of works out. Kind of works out. Right. Yeah. Um.
3: And they stumble on a view, which which is I mean, I,
0: very good, very good poster choice for this movie. Is that because when they get there and they're looking out, you're like, oh,
3: okay, this is the
0: this is the poster.
3: And he says, uh, okay. "Not much to look at, huh?"
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, I mean. I do want, like, especially watching this party, um, I think that, that more so, so, this is the first time I've, like, this past week was the first time I'd watched it in a while. It's the first time I started watching it ever since I sort of made the transition into focusing on acting, so this I had more anxiety watching this movie. Uh, just about the whole industry and getting into the industry just stuff like that. Just there was a lot more anxiety when they're talking about it. And, you know, she goes up oh like she talks to this the guy at the party who's like, yeah, I'm a screenwriter. I got a lot of buzz going on right now. You know, it just feels great when you're uh, when you're working hard and you know, people know yeah. It's like something it's like, oh my gosh, and like the thing like these are like parties like I'm nowhere near. I'm not at that level yet. I'm still trying to but like I like she's not even She's above where I'm at where she's at these parties probably because she knows people it, like these are all people trying to make it these are all like we're, like these are all like actors who like kind of are getting started in in the business. Just, like you know
3: what's funny to me about those parties that they show is the people like the extras in the background look so perfect. like they're the most beautiful people you've ever seen and somehow uh, Emma and Ryan like stand out as looking like normal people. Which is crazy because like they already obviously look like movie stars, but they're right. at a party where they're supposed to be the most normal people there,
1: yeah, and even her auditions. you see her at her audition, and there's like people who look like her, but like look more like models or something like that like they they had it they do it perfectly where it's like and she's good
2: Emma yeah. Stone's a good actress, and Emma yeah. is a
1: good actress, so you watch her do these things, and it's like if she's if she's like totally botching these like or if she's not getting these auditions like what does that say for me when I get next? Like she's good. Like that's it. That, that just gave me extra anxiety watching. I'm like, Oh
0: my God. Yeah. But yeah, they, you know, you know, When after they, you know, they leave the party and they're looking for a car and then they walk up the, they walk up the hill and you hear the piano notes as the song comes in. And, um, mm-hmm. it's a gorge. It's gorgeous looking. The sky looks wonderful. So, you know, it's, it stretches to the sea. I don't know if you yes. guys know that. Um, It was tailor-made for two. What a shame those two are you and me. The, so uh, that's the other
3: thing about that song. It's like they're still bantering in the middle of the song, and then it devolves into them doing uh, tap dance choreography which like is like, on a bench. Yeah,
0: I love when they're sitting yeah. on the bench, and it's like the back of the scoot over him looking at his shoes. He grabs. She's her purse. changing her shoes. She's yes.
3: changing into tap shoes like during that scene, and you don't you almost don't notice it because you're just watching them dance.
0: Yeah, and like he right. grabs her purse, and she grabs it back, and he you know. I just love the little every little move on the on the bench is, is to the, you know, to the music. As far as his yeah. feet go, his, he does a little jazz hands even, kind of.
1: Yeah. And the it goes with the music, like even the finger, like everything, every little movement, like that's gotta be so hard to do. And they did this, what they did this over two nights to like, really to get the, yeah. Because the date, like they, they, they lost have, light. Yeah. It's like all about the getting the perfect, like the, the magic hour in the background. You know what? I, like, I,
0: we you know what I love? It gets what? me every fucking time, man. When he does the little uh, foot shimmy.
3: Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Bump, 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 bump. You know, and then he gets ready to jump up on the bench. Uh, uh, it's fucking... That's it just, makes, like to, just yeah, makes me happy.
2: To do
1: that, especially because they have to... Like, they would do a scene. They would do a, a take. And then they'd have to run down the hill and go up and do it again.
3: Yep. Oh. And, like,
1: that sounds like a nightmare. And especially in L.A. Where, like, I, you go to, like as you said stretches to the sea there's days when you're in griffith you're in griffith park and you're looking out at la and you can see the ocean mm-hmm. the next day you can't see shit it's hazy as hell so like i i mean less so at night it gets less hazy at night but like imagine like you go like all right we're gonna film it and then the next time you're there it's like you can't even see anything
0: that's just like yeah all yeah the stresses of having to you know not only not only film it but have to have the right uh the exact right conditions to do so is is stressful as it is. It, actually, side note, filming in L.A. is like so Inception has the big city scene where it's raining. And the only time it rains in L.A. is when me or my parents go out to L.A. And I remember like Wally Pfister on that, he talks about it, He's like, we we're hoping, looking at the forecast, please be rain, please be rain. And then they realize there's not a chance it's going to be rain. So you have to get big black cards attached to cranes to hang up on top of buildings in order to block oh, the sun kidding. out. So nightmare. But hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, you, it won him an Oscar. It did. So. The, um, but what I love about that scene too is like, uh, you know, the sound of tap shoes on concrete. I, I love how much of that is, you know, like the, the sound of the shoes sliding on the pavement. It's just everything about it's wonderful
3: magical and again it's one of those things that feels older than a movie from 2016 mm-hmm. but Very i think the, old inter- Hollywood. Yeah. the interesting thing that they do is they're about to kiss and the iphone rings and it's like the classic iphone ringtone yep the first time i saw that I, it i felt like it took me out of it i was like oh well it's a freaking iphone but then i was like wait no this just grounds it as being like a, a modern movie you know what i mean
0: yeah mm-hmm. and and uh yeah, I think I think that, that, whole, that whole sequence is great, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this uh, this movie's singing, baby." <laughs> this thing is and then, trucking right along.
3: And then you they find Mia's car, and she's all the way like up the hill, like far away from the party. She drives away, and then you realize Ryan Gosling's character Seb he walks all the way back to right across the street from, from the house. party. Yep. that's where his car yeah, was he's parked.
2: Like, He's
1: like I'm right up here, and then she leaves, and then he looks up there, and then turns back and just starts walking down. He's right across the yeah, right across the street. Um, he
3: likes her.
1: He likes her. Oh my gosh. Um, then he? Sh- I did try to like. Then he what? No, go ahead. I, go ahead, man. Well, no, I. I <laughs> Save freaking peace,
3: Jared.
0: Yeah, go ahead, dude. Adam,
1: no, I I I was gonna move on to something else. So if you want to say what you're gonna say
0: about no, because I was go, I was gonna move on as well. So you just go ahead. Okay, bro. same time. I I was
3: also gonna move on. Yeah, so I'm on. on. I'm on board.
0: No, I wanted to. I wanted
1: to. Like Adam asked me about the traffic, and like, if does it is it like fitting in the movie? And like, I was like, also like, where the places that they go, I always tried to like. I was like trying to map it out. I was like, all right, so they're here, which is in like Pasadena, and then they go over here, which is in Hermosa, which is forty four minutes away without traffic. Like <laughs> <laughs> like the jazz Plot holes. Yeah. Like this is like man. They're they're clunking along. Um but um so like yeah, I mean after that, what's the next What's the next time they see each other? When he goes to the coffee shop? When he goes
0: to the coffee shop. Yep. Yeah.
1: You again. And
0: that
2: and the um, woman wants
1: to return who, the
0: yeah. muffin or this is this gluten free?
3: Yes. Well I want a refund.
0: Uh hold on, I don't know if I could do that. And she runs over yeah. and then he comes in and
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then you know, that's the window door from Casablanca. And I think that's where he says the line in LA. It's where they um I don't want to get the quote wrong. What's the LA quote that he says? Oh, oh. it's uh
1: it's a la la land and it's something that's, like that's, LeBron that's, James and, is king now.
3: That's L A. They <laughs> worship
0: everything and they value nothing. Yes. Just something actually that Eva Mendes said, joking around with. Uh, oh yeah, she said that on set to Ryan Gosling, and he to her hubby. I, I always forget they're married. What a couple! Um,
1: <laughs> what a power couple! Yeah.
0: Um, so then, then what? Then,
1: like this is where they're they're in the Lighthouse Cafe, which I'm so bummed about because Adam was gonna be, Adam was set to visit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pretty recently. And I was going to take you to the Lighthouse Cafe in Hermosa Beach. And next time you come out, both of you, in your respective times that you come out and visit, we're going to hit up the Lighthouse Cafe. Yeah, whenever
0: that is.
3: Whenever that is, yeah. I wanted to go to Griffith Um, Park. I wanted to ask about Lighthouse Cafe. Uh, What could have been? I do want to mention, Mm -hmm. so when he comes to the lot um, to come see her, they, like, go for a walk. And they're kind of, uh, you know, like telling each other their backstory and stuff like that. I don't know if you noticed, there's a scene where they're walking past something being filmed and somebody tells them that they have to be quiet. So they start whispering. And it's funny because, like, they're not necessarily talking about anything super personal or whatever, but the fact that they're whispering makes it feel so um, intimate. Yeah, it's way more intimate that, that way.
0: It's like, yeah, it's, it's, they, they, uh, you know, they're so enthralled with each other that they can't just be quiet for the quick five seconds. They, they keep exactly. going back
3: and forth. And that's the first yeah. time she mentions her aunt mm-hmm. uh, being an actress. And that's why she wanted to be an actress. And she mentions living in whatever city she grew up in and the house across, across the street from the library. So
1: I watched this movie. I've watched this movie maybe four or five times. I think, like, the first, like, the past two or three times I'd watched it, I always missed that line. Cause I remember I was like, cause, cause he says, I remember I would always get to the end and he'd be like, Oh, how'd you know where I live? House across from library. And I'm like, I do remember, cause I remember first, when I first saw the movie, that was such a great payoff. And I was like, Oh shit. Yes. Yeah. Like I didn't think about it until he said it again. Then it reminded me of the moment, but like the. For whatever reason like the following times i watched it i missed where she said it mm-hmm. and then luckily when i watched it yesterday i was like let me rewind it does she say it right there because like, i like i'm trying to know where she brings it up and then it's just yeah the house of cards that's what i mean the that's a
0: days. good payoff and so is him honking the horn when he gets to the oh, house yes
1: um <laughs> yeah there's a lot of payoffs there's a lot of payoffs in this movie um sorry nick you were peeking there a little bit i don't i didn't want to be mean
0: no, no, it was good. It was good. Mm.
3: But yes, um, the next thing they do is go to the jazz club, which you mentioned is what? It, what's the place called? The Lighthouse Cafe. Lighthouse Cafe. And you were there, right? Yeah. You sent me a picture of that one time.
1: I was there, yeah. I went to j- I went to jazz brunch there. Very loud. That's the most, that's like <laughs> Too the,
3: busy. That's
0: the most L.A. thing I've ever heard.
1: It is, yeah. <laughs> well, I told you we got on the 405, went down there, well, so let's get some jazz brunch. Um, yeah, it's like where they have the the conversation. And there was like a lot, I feel like there was a lot of criticism or the, like the main criticism around the movie was like Gosling's character and how he feels about jazz and how it's like a, you know, you're having like jazz, like the history of jazz. And it's like, we're being told about it by like,
0: it's white guy saves jazz is what people were taking the movie as.
1: Right. But I feel like the movie kind of, the movie doesn't. It doesn't write like he isn't written as a character who's like, Oh, I'm part of this history. He's just someone who admires it and is trying to get other people to look at the history that that and was brought before they him.
3: They almost poke fun at that mindset too, even in that scene, he's saying like you know, Mia talks about like, oh, what about the jazz that, like you hear in elevators or like Kenny G like or Kenny whatever? Kenny G, yeah, yeah, And he's like, the problem with that is like people hear jazz and they talk over it and like you're not supposed to talk over jazz, and then they continue to talk over jazz for the rest hey, of the Hey, look at
0: this guy. This guy, he just hijacked the whole set. Yeah, Somebody's exactly.
3: There. I actually went to um
0: in Philly on fifteenth and south, I believe it is, Bob and Barbara's. You ever yeah. been?
3: No, I've heard of it, though. So,
0: Bob and Barbara's, uh, I went there one night. It was like my senior year. And, um, oh, I'm trying to remember who was there. Kenny G. It wasn't Kenny G. It was someone was like, oh, it was like, you know, we were all working on shit. And it was like, hey, anybody want to go to the bar? It was my friend, Clarissa. That was it. And I'm like, okay, I'll go. Where do you, she's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I don't know. You're the one that wants a drink. I'm just where do you want to go? So we go to Bob and Barbara's and I love it. Cause they got like a big shitty past blue ribbon lighted sign out front. And we went in and it was just like imp- improv jazz night. Yeah. That's and there was cool. just like a jazz band that just played like extremely loud. You couldn't hear anything. <laughs> and it was just, that's all they did. And, uh, one of the guys I wish I remembered his name was kind of like a local, like jazz legend that he just liked to go there. So there'd be like a local group of college kids that played jazz music, and he would just show up and be like, "Yo, I'm in," and they'd be like, "All right," and then he would just come and play with them. So if you have a chance, go to that bar. All right. That sounds yeah. Cool. When do you get it, when you when uh, when I'll, I'll go tomorrow. Out. I'll go tonight. Yeah. <laughs> the um. I'll get takeout. But yeah, you know, they start to. He has the whole, you know get in the conversation about... So he has a whole thing about the tapas and chicken on a stick. Mm-hmm. and it's uh, Gotta be chicken on a stick. It's gotta it's be. And be that's where he stick. runs into uh, Chrissy Teigen's husband. Yeah, what's yeah, that guy's
1: John name? Legend. <laughs> John Legend.
0: Chrissy Teigen's husband. We do that often on
1: the show, I feel like, where we just name the, ba- the, the band as... The, his famous wife's uh, yeah because uh, yeah,
0: we're trying to because every You're progressive usually every other media refers to it the other way around so we try well, like we
1: what, Barry we called Barry Jenkins uh, Lulu Wong's boyfriend,
2: <laughs> yep
0: <laughs> because uh,
1: I we were talking about Lulu Wang, uh, you know, but yeah so we talked about yeah Barry Jenkins I forget I think feel, feel like there was another example but uh, Mary
0: Steenburgen's husband yes of course Mary oh, yeah. yeah. Steenburgen's husband it's another,
3: it's another one there Greta Gerwig's husband he had a Good movie or something. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Um, the uh gotta, the woke
1: kings we are. Uh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> yes I am <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah nothing like nothing like saying <laughs> Christmas and then pronouncing yourselves woke kings of the
3: a progressive podcast, movement. On a podcast featuring three white guys. Yeah. We're doing pretty well.
0: talking
1: talking about jazz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Alright, that's enough. This, I'll see you guys later. The, the,
1: um, <laughs> this reminds me of the Moonlight episode that Nick and I never
0: released. <laughs> yeah, because no one wants to hear us talk about fucking Moonlight.
3: <laughs> At least the Moonlight cut. I did love Moonlight, though.
0: That was, it's, the, the, it's the best.
3: It's, so
1: it's a movie that's forever going... That year was so good. Three of my favorite movies of all time came out the same year. That was the
3: was year the where... Arrival. Arrival. Ah, Yes.
0: That was the thing where, like, uh, La La Land won and then it didn't win and Moonlight won and I hadn't seen Moonlight yet. And I'm like, yo, I got to see this shit because I was rooting for La La Land all along and I wanted it (laughs) to win. And I watched Moonlight and I'm like, oh, that's that's the best picture. That's no matter how much I love La La Land. Yeah. Moonlight's impeccable.
3: It's agreed. Yeah. So I like, I have my own,
1: I've compiled my own sort of awards spreadsheet where I'm like, my picks for each year for like some of the main categories. And I think for 2016, for the most part, I give an award. Like every award that I have, it's like best picture, best director, best actor, best supporting, cinematography, score. I think those are like the ones that I have. I think for that year, every award either goes to La La Land, Moonlight, or Arrival. That's mm. just, that's just, yeah, it's not going to anything else. Um, but those, yeah, it's weird. Like those movies are all, that to me, those movies. Are going to always be intertwined. Those two, I mean, for, in history, that's just how it's going to be. Because like that's it was it, a that big, was just it was, so was insane when it happened. It
0: was quite a big snafu that happened there. Almost. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so like, then we we we're coming up on summer, right?
3: Yeah. Because
0: yeah, well, they, first, they get
3: to. <clears throat> first is the first uh, city of stars. Um, right. That's after he
1: leaves the the lighthouse cafe um it's, 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 this it's, one city gave stars.
3: me this one gave me anxiety uh during quarantine because he is out first of all he picks up a hat from the ground yep. and puts it on his own head and he dances he with dances lady. with someone else's wife <laughs> yeah, and then gives touching. and then gives that man the hat yeah it's, it's insane
1: <laughs> also i did but also when he's in the planetarium so well, how do right we two, get I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: just how do we skip when the he's planetarium in the,
1: I'm not. I'm not. We didn't skip it. It's after the city of stars. We, oh, when God. you tried to skip it, you tried to skip it by saying summer. When they're in the planetarium, he actually wipes something down before she pulls on it. Like oh letter. yes, you're and was, right. And I watched. it. I was like, man, this movie's ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Still hold no, so, up. Yeah. So before the summer, you have you have the city of stars, um, which I do want to talk about because well, actually, I don't know if this version. Was this the City of Stars version that won Best Song? Yes. Or did the one with the two
0: of them singing win? No, I think it's just, I think it's this it's one. It's this one. This I do prefer to, this one. This is the one that John Legend performed at the Oscars, and the Oscar went to, yeah, this is the one.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting what goes into that, because I think, I do like City of Stars. I think there are there are other songs that, on this, that probably deserved it more, like Best Song, Best Original Song.
3: City of Stars is on the soundtrack three times. This is the first one where it's just Ryan Gosling singing. The second one's and then the it's duo, right? The duet. And then the third one is uh Emma like humming it and Yeah. She's not a, I don't version. think she actually sings it, but she's humming it and it plays over the credits. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have stuck around for the uh the credits in La La Land, but Well La La, La Land's famously part of
1: the MCU, so I normally watch all MCU, the credits so... to get that to credit scene. Yeah.
3: Exactly. <laughs> this ver- the version that plays over the credits uh where she's like humming it it almost feels to me like it's me as character like years in the future and that song like pops in her head Oh, she's uh,
2: like, reminiscing like
3: it, about it. i like imagine her like washing the dishes and like humming that song to herself
1: nick famously watches this movie while doing the dishes and dancing in the kitchen so that's that's a good i have thread.
3: done that more than one time that, with this movie i like that a I lot have heard i like that. i i
1: I have to go back and listen to the humming of it because I think that adds just a whole other layer. That's going. That's going in the head That's head cannon. Yeah. That's her reminiscing years later on. She's. Um, that's my take. Back on, on that. And it like, um, it
3: like it like it like gets louder. Like at first she's humming it, and then she's like da Like she's actually like singing it out loud. Yeah. Pretty cool. I
1: believe I believe "City of Stars" was originally conceived as a Mia song. Okay. I read that somewhere. I don't know exactly what the um, what it was going to be, but "City of Stars" was was a her was her song, and then it it changed it. Cool. And obviously, it won. One best original song. Yeah, uh, good song. I like it. The
0: score also won, I believe. Right. Score did win. Yeah, um,
1: but like he sings that, and then then they have the like she breaks up with her boyfriend because they go to the Rialto to see Rebels Without a Cause.
0: Oh, uh, it's not great. And they're at the Rialto, and then they have to go out that night, and she like forgets about it, and he's like alone. Ugh.
1: Well, she forgets about the date that she had with her yes. boyfriend and his brother, so she goes and she leaves him, but then she... Can you imagine getting broken up with that way? Like, hey, my brother's in town. Can you imagine Nick came into the town and oh me and Nicky went to dinner, and Nicky just got up and left she the walked dinner out table on you. <laughs> because she heard, she heard some piano song playing on the speaker? That'd be such bullshit. I'd be so pissed.
0: <laughs> like I said, that guy was a fucking douche, though.
3: Yeah, the but worst. The, and like, like him and his brother in, are talking about like the vacations they were going on, and he like answers mm-hmm. a call in Chinese.
0: Well, they and they right. have like the whole like they have the whole acting conversation. They just like shit all over acting.
3: Yeah, because they're like businessmen.
0: Fucking <sighs> jerk
1: offs. <Ugh. laughs> suits. Oh boy, it's a bunch of suits. They bunch of chads. Fuck suits.
3: But then uh... she she shows up on the theater, and it's dark. The movie's already playing. She go, She makes a beeline for the screen. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it before, Jared. You see her I face. I love that shot.
0: It's oh, fucking great of her looking into the... Cr- it just feels To me, special. it's like...
3: It's the first time that Seb sees her on, the, on screen, the screen. For lack of a better term. And he stands up in the middle of the theater. Like a gentleman wearing his suit. Oh, love that scene. I
1: love it. Yeah. And I just love like... like... Who wears a suit to a movie? Like an old movie for like a date? I just love it. Like, but it looks this—it's so aesthetically pleasing to have her in like her dinner dress and him right. in like a suit. I wear like.
0: whatever pants I don't mind having butter <laughs> stains from the popcorn on. That's pretty much that's <laughs> like have, my criteria for it. Yeah,
1: I have like I, I'll wear like this—the Q the banter sweatshirt I have, or I had another one which I just—it was like my movie theater sweatshirt. I would always yeah. wear a thin tan sweatshirt. I always put on with like sweatpants and go to the theater. But like this is now like. My, I consider this like my press pass into a movie. if I'm going to the movie. got my key to the
0: banter, my press
3: pass to go see the movie. I'm here for again. research.
0: And then you know the movie, yeah, the movie for my Letterboxd review. The movies, uh, <laughs> you know, they're watching the movie. It's it's uh it's going well. Well, they're about to do a little smooch. They're about to kiss. Oh,
2: about to kiss. They reach their but hands
3: then. over. They touch pinkies. But
0: then, yeah. then, <laughs> as I smash the can up the pop filter and make that awesome noise <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, The movie fucking movie movie breaks yeah,
3: yeah. the film goes haywire
0: digital goes yeah, haywire yeah, can you imagine oh. yeah so, well you know they watched it and like
1: yeah then Steven Soderbergh's haywire came on the screen which is <laughs> so weird because they're about to kiss and then there was like an action thriller um, starring a former wrestler on the screen it was like <laughs> this kind of kills the mood but no, then they go. So then she our,
2: has an idea.
3: She says, "I have an idea.
1: We can drive to Griffith, which I've tried on a Monday. I've tried yep. on a Monday. You can't do it because so that's what I'm reading up on it. Like you can only film at Griffith on Monday because Griffith is always closed on Monday. Mm-hmm. I've known that for when people visit and we like I plan out our trip. Like Zach came out the one time and we were like, all right, let's go to Griffith. And it was Monday and it was closed, so I couldn't bring <laughs> to Griffith. But awesome. yeah, they can only film on. They can only film on." On Monday, but they they go and they drive up just like in the movie, um,
3: and they seemingly break into that planetarium. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They break in.
3: Weird. And just, yeah. That's a and great they, scene. Man. They dance
1: all over. Cool. Yeah, it's that's cool. And that's the,
0: uh, yeah, the the score the score for Planetarium is great. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I um, I put in my notes. Um, do 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 do. Checks notes. Yeah,
0: I love what Adam references his it's
1: notes.
3: It's this is verbatim. Go to planetarium. Hella woodwinds. I guess there were a lot of like flutes and woodwinds in that song. There is. It feels very, uh, very like fairy-like. And then, mm-hmm. and then Just. it turns. Yeah, what's up with that? Magic.
1: What's, what's up with the gravity? It's a musical. You can it's do musical. That. That's Why
0: what. Not? You, that's that's what I love because like, the same thing that you brought up about the, them dancing and everything. Then the iPhone rings. It grounds it. Mm-hmm. So when they're in there. And they walk in and they he throws and she floats. You're like oh
3: just lifts her lightly uh, into yeah. the air. And off she of just, the ground. And
0: she just floats up there for a second and you're like, Oh boy, this is this is really happening right now. I'm seeing this. I remember watching it, I was like, I fucking love this shit so much.
1: I think I read somewhere that part of like the scene was like some of the movies that um inspired like Wally was one of them. Like where Wally and like Eve are like flying through space. Yeah, I know. like that. Yeah. it's like
0: it's a good movie. It Wally. felt very like,
3: a whole so you, new world because they were like above the clouds. Yeah. like they weren't singing a duet, but it was like very like dance in the sky, dance among the among the stars.
1: Right. If yeah, I mean, when if you if if you meet a girl and you have, and you like her, just dance with her in the stars. So you do. Um That's all you they, have to do. All you have to do. But the, but then they finally kiss, and then it's
0: then it's summer becomes all right so that was my performance of the summer transition song
3: (laughs) and that's like the montage scene right they're like showing all the things they're getting up to they show sebastian wearing the la dodgers hat kind of like jared's doing right now
1: yeah when his sister gets engaged (laughs) Um, oh
2: is that who that is yeah i never put that together
1: yeah, his sister gets engaged. Um, yeah, Summer's basically the height of their relationship. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably Summer, not that I've been... Look, I, I love this movie, uh, pretty much all of it. I'd say Summer's probably the weakest area of the film.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but, like, that's not too much of a knock-on based on how I feel. But, like, like, this is where you get where he, you know... They're together. Their relationship's great, but his career isn't great right now. And he like hears her talking on the phone, and she's like, like, oh, like he's
0: working on. With her what are fucking dickhead parents?
3: He looks right. at he looks at his ceiling, and there's a water stain there.
0: Yeah, like I mean, and that's like literally how I
1: feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a no. working actor. Like Nikki has like a job, like, a, but like it's not like it's not like people who ask her like being dicks about it, but like. It's always, like, it's like, I always feel weird when it's like, oh, like, what's Jared doing? Like, it's like, oh, like, you know, he's, he's acting he's in between stuff. It's, like, it, it's weird, but it's that's a, definitely hey a real feel. But what I mean you is... You were in a play.
3: But you, what, you're, what yeah, you're but that's it. what I
0: mean, though, is fucking me as dumb Republican parents. They're just not, like, a. <laughs> they're just, like, not a big fan of it. Like, in her parents' mind, she's like, I want to be an actress. They're more happy with her being a fucking barista yeah. than they are with her acting shit, which is... Yeah.
1: They're actually, they're rioting now to open up the,
0: uh... Yeah, they want to open the state. They're at at the (laughs) protest right now. (laughs) Give us back our liberty. (laughs) They're they're holding it at the library. The, um... But yeah, he kind of hears that, and he goes, you know, with the session with John Legend. I kind of like John Legend has, you know, the other guy that was here was, you know... Wasn't as good as you, but
3: you really are a pain in the ass. And... How are you going to save jazz if you're still holding on to the past?
0: Yeah, they have that, yeah, that whole thing, and then you get them kind of in the studio, like, working on.
1: So, I I wanted to look up something, because he plays the piano, and on the piano, it says Korg. Yeah. Kronos. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I'm pretty sure Kronos is the type of creature that Korg is in the Thor <gasps> in the Marvel universe.
0: Get out of here. Yeah, it makes sense. Korgs are fucking I... wild as far as it goes as far as it goes for um, electric pianos and synthesizers.
1: Yeah, like let me find I'm, Korg is part of the Cronin race scene in Journey into the Mystery number yeah, eighty two. So like Kronos and Korg. Like that's which is I don't know, like why what is What came that? first?
0: Korg, I would assume. Huh? <gasps>
1: take What is take a I, TDs, I which, Korg. Korg, Yeah, I don't know which corg you're referring to when you say that, Nick. But so they so they go they have the concert and that's kind of where I was talking about where she's kind of in the crowd watching him and enjoying him play piano, but then you get like him playing all this weird stuff that's like not really the jazz that he likes. <laughs> oh my
3: gosh. <laughs> I don't know if it's wrong or if it's right.
1: I don't cut it. Oh, actually, no, yeah, no, keep it in. That's it. my What's least something? favorite song oh, of the, Yeah, cut that, cut that, cut that. Okay. Let me check notes. Tonight, I'll cut it.
0: I it. Feel <laughs> so good tonight. I kind of like that song. That song's kind of a bop.
3: Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's my least favorite song in the soundtrack, and it's still a phenomenal song.
0: But I do love it when it's going on, and you see her in the crowd, and then, like, the fucking dancers are coming up, and they're, like, yeah. spinning around. And you're like, this is terrible. And I know that he's, it, my guy's fucking hurting right now.
3: So that's my question. Is she, like, you could see her, she's visibly upset by that. Is she upset because she's surprised by the, like, the pop? Yes. uh, Like, how poppy the music is? Is She's upset
0: for him, is the way I Yeah, I think she's like, this isn't
1: what he wants to do. At first I took it
3: as, like, because you know how he calls her out later? Like, maybe you just... You're uh, an actor, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Part of me, the first time I saw it, was like, oh, she's jealous of how successful he is already like he just started this thing and he's like doing it big time
0: no i think it's i think it's definitely. where she's like he's fucking disgusted right now
1: and when they get yeah yeah, and when they get to when it comes to the argument like i feel like that's really how that like that's the you know i that's how that dilemma sort of goes like i think you know he's being successful but like at what cost like he's not chasing his dream is he get like just doing a fucking job I've had this conversation with Nikki where it's like I'm trying, like right now I'm trying to figure out like what's the best way to make some money on the side while also fully trying to pursue acting. But like, if I were to do something else to try and make more money, like one of the biggest concerns that she always brings up, she doesn't want me to get comfortable by having more money and just like hope that I feel like I'm right. okay. Like with that, like she doesn't want like getting comfortable is kind of it's dangerous. And when you're here, I'm, you're I'm gonna here. here so
0: so here's here's how here's how it goes. Um, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's yeah, the, it's the worst comfortable comfortable and, and i don't want to be com- i don't want to be yeah, comfortable no, I, know. I the only i do not want to be nice. comfortable. it's being yeah. comfortable is nice i would love to be comfortable but i would love
1: to be comfortable doing what i want
0: to being do. yes that's 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 where it's different it's like i say all mm-hmm. the time i have a nice house and i have a good paying job i'd rather have a small house a not great paying job and i was doing what i wanted to do instead i go to work every day and i do something i have zero fucking interest in Right. When, and then by the time I'm done with that and I get home, like, okay, good. I got photo shit to do. We got writing shit to do. I feel so burned out from yeah, it's hard to do, yeah. from being at the I'm so comfortable fucking job. It's like, and he's, yeah, and like, he's it's not pursuing fucking worse. He's not, he's not
1: using, he's not planning on pursuing like the jazz club in this point. Like, he's like not thinking about it. He's not playing his own music at home when he has the, the time. He's fully consumed by this.
0: Which, is, look, I, real, real quick. Sorry, real quick with the comfortable thing. So as you talked about on here, I was supposed to get laid off yesterday. Right? Again. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my layoff date. When that when I was supposed to get laid off, I went into full creative mode. It was there. Everything was there. Right. I read I mean, you can't tell now because I'm out of that mode. But like I started redoing the studio room. I hung all this stuff up. I started getting pulling negatives out that I had stored. I got uh old hard drives booted up, ready to redo you know all this stuff and i was like okay i'd be laid off i'm 100 mm-hmm. percent in on this shit now and then literally as soon as it was like oh never mind you're gonna have your job you're back i was like wow i don't want to hide yeah <laughs> but that's what i mean though but that whole entire like that drive part kind of having doing something you don't want to do to make money that kind of thing mm-hmm. it ruins at least for me it ruins the Creative side.
3: Well, it also takes a turn for the two characters because Mia was like doing that thing where she was putting her head down. She was going to auditions, like seemingly taking jobs, right? And Sebastian was mainly pursuing his club at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Now they kind of flip the script and she is working on her one man show, one woman show. He is fully, you know, in John Legend's band, being a. a you know piano player in for that band and yeah now they're taking on two different roles in their relationship
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah this is this was like what i wrote down this is like their first this is their first attempt at making their relationship work with their careers being successful you know like this is him like he has he at this point like like they're, they're a solid like they're, they're a popular band like you know like he is he's making good money he's in a popular band you know this is the he's successful. He's not necessarily doing what he wants. He's not following his dream, but he's a successful musician at this point. And you see that where like the relationship also kind of strains due to that because there's disagreements on it, and you know like they there's a misunderstanding um, for what their outlook is now. You know because mm-hmm. he's getting comfortable with that because it's what he thought she wanted him to do, but really it isn't. Um, And And it all kind of comes
3: to a head in that scene where they, he's supposed to be on tour, right? He comes back home for a short visit and -hmm. he's like, he's cooking dinner. Uh, Well, she's like walking down the street after coming out of rehearsal for her one woman show. She calls him, gets the message and was like, Hey, I miss you. Like, I wish you were here. She comes back to the apartment and he's there and he's like cooking dinner for her. He's got the suit on uh, and they sit down and have dinner and they start talking. And this is where this argument comes from that ultimately is the, the big strain in their relationship. Right. This is where they both say things that they regret to each other. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then what the the dinner like burns and she leaves. Um, yeah.
3: Oh, I do want to point out that in the background he has the record player on that is also city of stars playing, mm -hmm. but it's at like two times pace. And I think it's supposed yeah. to reflect that they're like arguing mm-hmm. and the song that mm-hmm. is supposed to be like their song is now like sped up and like they don't get much yeah. time together. So it's sped up and like tensions are running. high oh, So cool. it's sped up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because cool. when she leaves there, to... the record, the music stops, right?
3: And it shows the record player just spinning. Yep. Just spinning. Oh, that's
1: cool. Oh, ah, that's cool. I never Woo. noticed that. That's fun. But yeah. That's, where, uh, he, that's that. where he
3: says, maybe you just like me uh, when I was on my ass because it made you feel better about yourself. And that's when she... Right, breaks. yeah, like,
1: yeah, that's like one of, those, one of those things. Like, yeah, it's like you don't really mean it, but you say something like that because you're angry and like, Ugh. but yeah, it's like, it's all about, like, they're not they're not really understanding each other at that point. Like, he's, like, she he doesn't, you know, she's not understanding how he feels, but I don't even think he really is expressing that properly. Like, he, he's in this band because he felt like he needed to be because he was on his ass and needed to fix that, but he's now not following his dream because of it. So like this is their first like this time like it starts like the first attempt is him being successful, and then being and it just doesn't work, you know. Again and obviously. Yeah, because when when, goes when are you, you
0: going to be done? Well, we're going to tour for this record and make money for the next record, so we could tour that record. Tour again. Like yeah, um, I thought this is what you wanted me to
1: do. This is going to be it. Right and then, like the next big thing is because of it. Like he has the photo shoot, uh. and misses her show. Her one night, An asshole
3: photographer,
1: yeah, yeah,
3: bite your lip, bite, bite your, your lip. lip.
0: Uh, um,
1: and then he asks them to the play or
3: Something movies
0: like movies very you anti, very anti photographer, <laughs> yeah, for some reason.
2: <laughs> no, like I musicians and actors only. What
0: yeah.
1: it's, uh, it's a movie, it's musicians and actors only, photographers
0: out. <laughs> No, I know that's that is the best that one. He's like, put the hat on, bite yeah. your lip, pretend you're playing your thing, and he's like.
3: But then he plays. Right, and that's and I think the first. Steve.
1: Right, I think that's the first time where he like kind of like comes out of like she was right. Like this isn't what I want to do. Like he, because look at me. He look, he's wearing the hat. He has the whole persona of like that new age like piano player. hmm Um, and then he stops for a second and plays their song. Um, and of course he rushes off, Mr. thing, and she's done. You know, she does she does her show. There's like eight people there.
3: You hear the, the people lights who go work up, at and the heat theater. Not in the, the crowd.
1: Yeah. And the people who work at the theater are fucking dicks. I Talking was like, I can't hear it. Her. Yeah. I was like, I can't really hear what they're saying. Let me put the subtitles on. And they were like, man, no, oh, man, she's not even that good. Man, new one man shows are never good. Like, this yeah. is like, uh, Tokyo's your day job, am I right? It was like, yeah.
0: oh my gosh. Yeah, it was rough. That was um, rough. Then she runs out. One of my favorite shots in the movie is when she drives away, and it's that nice, big, wide shot of the theater and him out front of it. I think that yep. shit is
3: mm-hmm. gorgeous. The neon light outside the building. It is wonderful. Uh, yeah. So that's
1: that's. Is that when it switches again to to fall? Does it go back to fall? After, no, to, or,
3: I think fall yeah, was right before that. that. Fall was when. Fall started right when she made that phone call to his voicemail. Um, but. Okay, so that's. It fall. Kind of, so,
1: that it goes, so it goes back to winter then? Does it go back know, to winter or does it go back to winter until it, like.
3: Well, five years before later? she leaves him, she, she, she ends it and she says, like, I'm going back home. And he's like, what are you talking no. about? This is your home. And she's like, no, I'm going home, home. Like, this isn't my home anymore. Yeah. Then, and then the next thing yeah. you see is him waking up um to a phone call yep and it's from like an agent
2: who is right well he like they show
1: he's like playing he plays at his sister's wedding and there's a couple of the stuff like things that he's doing and then he gets that phone call and it's casting yep. and this is where we start to get all those payoffs that we, like we talked about where it's like there's the horn like where she's sitting at, at with her dad and the horn goes off and he's there and they pay off yeah you immediately the know it's him off. the library yeah the library but yeah exactly you immediately know it's him um then they have this is up. the first time I where Mia I...
3: actually expresses like how frustrated she is. She's like, Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm maybe not. I th- and he's yeah, like, I You are, you was... are good enough.
1: Yeah, I think that was also like that was like the I think that was the Oscar clip.
3: Probably yeah, yeah, for like It was yeah,
1: for, maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not.
3: And um, then he calls her a baby. He's like, You're a baby. Yeah, what you're You're being a baby. Being right a baby. I'm gonna yeah. be outside at eight AM tomorrow and you're gonna be there. We're gonna go to that audition.
0: How'd you know where my house was? Yeah.
3: How'd you know where my house was? What are you yeah, talking about? I remember it's when across from the library.
1: When I, I remember when he first said that, when I first watched it, I was like, "Good oh. shit."
0: <laughs> guys, chef's kiss. Guys paying attention. And then the she goes, boyfriend yeah. I strive to
1: be. And he's always he's all like as much as a dick as his character can come off, come across as being like with how pretentious he is. But he like he's very like or especially early on when he's he listens to everything she's saying. He's very supportive of her dream. Like oh like you know you're not just an actress you know, you're unique and you like encouraging her to be unique or like, you know, when she tells him she got the audition, come on for what, you know, like yeah. it's very, he's like, like They're like, And then she goes like, what, what if they
3: don't like me? And he goes, Pishikaka. He says Pishikaka yeah. twice in the movie.
1: <laughs> and they, <laughs> How many pishy. times is it in your notes? <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. Um, Oh, Pishikaka. He has
0: a Pishikaka yeah, uh, tally. You know, th- oh. they, the, um, when he, so he comes. He picks her up.
3: This is my biggest laugh of the movie, where he's about to drive away. When he drives away, <laughs> and her hand is on the handle of the car. the like, I got coffee. I got coffee. The um,
0: so like the audition scene, uh, is like really, really, fucking where it's at. I remember in the theater when that when that scene goes in and they're like, you know, this is this is how it'll work. We we'll kind of want to build it around the character.
3: And you can see on her face, Jared, this is a perfect example where she realizes that this audition is different than everyone mm. we've seen in the movie so far. Yep. And they're it like, It doesn't start right. off with them being disinterested. No, they're it very interested. It starts off with them being like, y- You are dictating this meeting right now.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, yeah. just, you know, he's, she's like, What do you want me to do? And they're like, Just uh, tell us a story. And now this is, I think, the only song in the movie that. Isn't they
1: didn't fully write it?
0: No, like, no, no. Like, she's is... she's singing in that scene. The recording yes, you get right. in the movie is her singing in that scene because yeah. they were like, This is I... we need that to the motion of the song to work yeah. with how she's acting it. We can't do it the other way around. Yeah, I
1: think it all, I think it also like some of that is ad lib that song to mm-hmm. give her kind of like that creative control over that scene, which fits that scene. Yes,
0: this to I me, this is
1: the. Yeah, I think I don't know if that was on the commentary or if I read it elsewhere. I think I saw that somewhere. It might have been on the IMDb trivia. This is the best um, song
0: of the movie. Oh, this
2: yeah. is the best,
1: this is this is best original song. This should have won. They're both nominated. Mm-hmm. This is the one that should have won. Yeah. it has more meaning for the whole movie. Um, I think City Stars probably ends up winning because it's more of a mainstream type type song. But like, this is this song's so good. It's like, what it means for the movie, what it means for that scene, the performance of it, just everything going into it. And it's that's like, that, yeah. That's, it's what the movie's about too. It, exactly. Like, and, you know. and
0: and when you when you get that and they bring up her aunt again. And I, I just love the way you get into this song with like that nice, um, right. In the remember my my the aunt, aunt lived
3: looking. in.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And stumbled in. And you hear the strings yeah. start to come. It's just like fucking, when, I remember when it comes in, I remember I was watching it and I was like, okay, this is, this is upsetting Mm -hmm. she's fucking nailing it but I have this horrible horrible feeling of like like I'm so happy for her that she's nailing it that it makes me upset because I know how much it means to her but then what does it mean for her and Sebastian because it's like a they talk about you're gonna be away type thing and I'm just like so many things are going on for this audition and, and it's
3: like, it's another one of those moments, kind of like in the beginning of the movie where she sees herself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It's like the only other time where she is the only one illuminated on the screen yep. during that song. Mm-hmm. It's like fully her time to shine.
1: Yeah,
0: it's so good. It's so I mean, here's good. to the ones um, who dream, as foolish as they may seem.
1: fools who dream um and yeah like it goes back to her aunt who is the reason she got into acting yeah. when, he, when they're when at, like i was trying to think about what exactly they were talking about when they were whispering in that scene when they're walking on set
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and that struck me i was like oh my aunt my aunt was an actress and stuff like that. So like that's it's like what got her into it and now she's back you know she gave up and then came back and sort of had had that moment um Emma Stone performed Audition The Fools Who Dream live. She would decide when to switch from dialogue to singing. There was no pre recorded track she was lip syncing to. Justin Herbert, the song in her ear. composer, wasn't yeah, playing in her ear. Um, Giselle said this was done so Emma could have more control of the scene.
0: Which is, that's what I mean. That's why it's so great the way the whole entire, like, leapt without mm-hmm. looking. You know, like, just the way it, it mm-hmm. fucking, dude, it's good.
3: It slaps. Good stuff. It's, Good movie. It, it does. It does slap.
0: And, you know, pretty much um, from here, they leave, you know, the auditions over and then they leave and they, they have the conversation. It's at like, park again. Yeah. Well, if we're going to get it, you're going to get
1: it with okay. another view. Yep. They start off with the, they, the relationship starts with the view. It ends with the view. Yep. Look um, at this view. I've you know,
3: seen better,
0: you know, and that's the whole, like, um, now you're going to
1: get it. You're going to get it. And it's like, where, where are we? And it's like,
0: Always and they kinda have that like. conversation. Yeah, like
1: and but they also have like they know like they've tried this before. They tried they've tried the relationship where someone was having some success and was traveling a lot. Like it didn't work. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: they were gonna do this differently. You know, like, you know, you gotta go for it. You're gonna have to go for it, you know. Um
3: and he says so, You're going to Paris. There's good jazz there. You love you love jazz.
1: You love jazz now. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like that's that's where we end with them you know like and then of course as i said before this is part of the mcu this is the um this did this before the five years later <laughs> before end game five years did. Later before Endgame did it broke it five, out dot uh, dot, oh, dot years years later, later. uh both of those so, both, when those both hit in both movies i was oh my gosh so like, oh, the first thing you see years.
3: after five years later is, is footsteps out of a car yep Walk into that coffee shop. It's none other than Mia. She orders. Right, well, this is
1: winter too. It's, this is where it comes winter. It says winter. Exactly. Okay, we're back. We're, we're full circle. Five we're years. We're full circle. Oh shit! Yeah.
3: <laughs> she orders two coffees. Two. And, I will um, remind you. She or- and iced. the other lady and they're iced. The other lady ordered one, right? She orders yeah. two. She tips a ten dollar bill. The other lady tipped a five dollar bill. Why did she order two coffees? She gave one to the golf cart driver that she gets in the golf cart with.
2: Oh. So that
3: that's like the small detail where it's like she tipped more. She bought a coffee for her driver. She's like that's automatically awesome. a better person than the, the yeah, woman yeah. who used to come into the coffee shop. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, Love who's it. now who her, her yeah, hopefully that first actress her she her career was uh I astung.
3: heard she died.
1: Oh. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have written down because Adam, of course, I knew you were going to be the guest in this episode. Iced coffee, baby. Iced coffee, <laughs> baby. Iced
3: coffee. It's and I a wish, I wish movie. the listeners could see. I I had my iced coffee for the beginning of this podcast.
1: Yeah, um, but I remember when it said five years later. I'm like, oh shit, and I'm on the like from that point on. I'm on the edge of my seat because I'm like,
0: this is for what's
1: his, what's going to happen. Like for what, his, like, where is she at? Like, who is she with? Where's is, where's is
0: Seb at? Like this movie is very very good i enjoy this movie mm-hmm. very very much very like much. you say probably that Nick, last Nick that like last section Nick. is very like you said that's probably the the slowest part of the movie and like they say you know yeah. it really matters how you end and yeah at this point when you get five years later you're like okay uh what am i what am i dealing where's, with? where's where's thanos what am i looking where's at, he at? What, am find. I, what am i looking at here <laughs> and uh
1: yeah you know, um, so yeah, but um, then she goes what, she goes to the Chateau Marmont which yep. is a uh, very famous establishment out here in,
0: uh, in old Hollywood
1: That's where um, and then she
3: died mm. Oh really?
0: I'm pretty sure it was there which makes She's... it less romantic <laughs> Yeah um, Admit but, you know, it, if I said than... Monroe died yeah. there it would make it more romantic but when it's John Belushi it's less romantic mm. That's That's fair. Hollywood that's all was, she yeah. died at the Roosevelt anyway continuing on
3: well he okay. they, they oh. finally show him right in the five years later and he is he's in the club well first he's walking down the street and he passes a giant poster billboard of in his her. face yeah oh, and he doesn't even flinch when he walks by it, and it which which immediately yeah. got me um, yeah. but he's like uh. in his club he's he's tuning up the piano there's a guy doing his books for him. He has, they say he's doing mm-hmm. well
0: the, the bench from when his sister was over and he says don't sit on that is up on the wall All that stuff mm-hmm. is there and you're like oh okay that's nice and then you see her at the chateau and she walks in and there's like a kid and you're like oh boy and then her fucking husband
3: comes out Ooh. i mean yeah
0: he, who seems like a great guy good
1: guy he's tall he's good looking seems like a great
0: dad He's no yeah. fucking you know, gossling, though, this guy.
1: He's no gossling, But that's the thing with this movie is like you watch it and you're like bummed out, like you're happy like, but you're not like, oh, I hate this guy. It's not like with the Greg guy where it's like, oh, oh well, I that's hate weird. Like you're like,
0: apparently we're watching two different movies. I hate this <laughs> fucking guy.
1: You hate this guy, you can't hate
2: this guy. How can I not it's hate not this not guy? I watch
0: the entire movie about two people who are fools with dreams that just want to fall in love and she marries this come on.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying I don't think he's betrayed that way. I think that's more on you. That's more of a you thing, where it's like you hate. Like I get it. I don't want her to be with this guy. I would rather her be with a guy. Yeah, fuck him. Like, so
0: he reminds okay. me of David Wallace from The Office.
1: Oh my gosh, David, I like David Wallace. Yeah, but not. Um,
0: okay, not Ryan Gosling Okay, who should she end up with? Ryan Gosling or diet David Wallace? It's not David Wallace. It's fucking Ryan Gosling. Anyway, sorry. I was being immature there so, but fuck that guy
1: another thing I, there, so there's the restaurant that they're in is another place that I could I could take you to when you come out it's a mm. blind donkey down in uh, Long Beach oh baby so so we might just have to do might just have to do a whole La, La Land LA tour once uh, you guys come out That's but basically all so he, yeah also um, they show Seb so they show they show that Mia's married with a kid they show they do show Seb at at his place, but they also show him at home. What's he What's he cooking? He's making chicken. He chicken.
0: Cooking? Oh.
1: He's making chicken.
3: Never noticed. Making God. chicken. He's making, making chicken. I mean, and,
0: come on, chicken on a stick. It's perfect. Which yeah, I love that. So. We, which we I mean, like when they get the the whole like you can't call it chicken on a stick. You should call it Seb's, and she draws the nice little logo for him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but it's gotta be chicken on a stick. Gotta be chicken on a stick. Um. But you know they see you see her and her husband where they they're going and what they're going to someone's show or they're going to meet someone somewhere that they can't make it because of the traffic so they pull off and get dinner somewhere mm-hmm. and then they're walking and they hear he hears he hears the jazz playing and I'm sure they've been together for so long he knows that she loves jazz so he says hey you want to check this place out because he knows that she loves jazz which is all down to her relationship set and then and she walks in and there's ah, that. There's, the fucking blue light baby Ah, it's the <laughs> blue light on, and, man. Seth's, and i should say both wearing blue when they first meet each other mm-hmm. uh-huh. when he plays the song uh-huh. in the old restaurant she's wearing the blue dress he's wearing a blue suit
0: um i love it when she yeah, she, she well, stares and because it's like you hear the jazz and you're like oh shit is this gonna be this is that's is he like gonna the be, first is he gonna be there yeah, and that's... then you get like her face Seeing that it's the fucking okay. Seb's logo, and you're like, "Oh, this is so much worse than just yeah, yeah." This is that's the
1: first sucker punch. That's the first yeah. sucker punch you get, and then you go and he when he's talking and he and then the second one, second sucker punch is when Ooh. he sees her.
0: Oh, that's no good. Oh, uh, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And
1: then, but yeah, his reaction is um, just to so,
3: quietly walk to the piano and start playing, so, which is. Welcome to Freaky. Sebs.
1: Yeah, yeah. This Welcome is, to Sebs. Quietly goes over. This and is what plays. goes
0: into like all this plays into it being one of my favorite like movie theater going experiences. It's like I I'm with Kate. Like me and Kate, we can talk a little. You know what I mean about this. And like, cause this is coming up, and he says, "Welcome to Sebs," and he sits down. I remember being like, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to handle it. I'm gonna be very like, it's weird. There's no one in this theater. But I think someone's going to start cutting onions. There's a big chance of it behind it. Like, I don't know what's going on. And Because you know, he's, you know what he's going to play. But, you know he's playing. And it's, he sits there for a second, and it's like such a sadder-sounding version of it. And at that point, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, I don't know where it goes from here. You know what I mean? Like, you don't go, oh, there's going to be a big montage, obviously. Like, he starts playing it, and you're kind of like, okay, where's it going to go? Yeah. And then when it goes back to the restaurant, and I remember being like, Oh, the trailer shit. This might be, and when he grabs her and they kiss and it's fucking, ah, they go through. And it's
1: the whole thing. Her show, her show's a big hit. He's in the crowd. Um, I love that. I love that. You start
3: realizing that this is what could have happened. Yes. And it's Mm -hmm. like to watch it unfold. It's great, but it's like, it's so fucking also. Where's this going to end up? Yeah. And, and that, that
0: like that thing in the crowd is wonderful. When they jump up and you see him clapping his hands all excited for her. Yeah,
3: they got to the,
2: pairs the cool together. Sets,
1: yeah, like the cool little sets of like that they have, like the audition, the silhouettes oh. where he's outside. It's just it's they're just having fun now. Like that's like let's make these these old like old fashioned Hollywood the thing sets of, the, uh... for like for the montage. It's just a cool way of doing it, but also showing as Adam like Adam brought up earlier how like the moments that ground it. It's like there's moments that ground it in the sequence where they show them in their real life living. Mm but also on those sets, and it's just, like, movie magic. Um, Nick, Dad, I remember talking to Dad about this when he watched it, because I don't think he, I, I don't know if he's seen it the second time, but I don't think, Dad didn't really like the
0: ending. No, because Dad does not like movies that do not end positively. <laughs> right,
1: because Dad's like, because he, like, uh, he goes into movies for, like, an escape, you know? Like, he, he wants it to be happy because, you know, at times... Life isn't all as happy as it should be. You know what I mean? So, so like usually he goes, he's and, not a big fan of but, when it goes this way. But what I my argue, my biggest argument for this movie is like this movie could have ended happily. They could have ended together. But like the what they ended up doing instead, when you get to see that epilogue where you see what they could have had and then it's taken away from you, mm-hmm. that makes this movie special because you look back on it and it's not like a very it's not like it's a it's a special ending. It's different and it's also. Like you're thinking about oh what 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 could have been rather than oh yeah that was a good movie and they ended up together and I was happy you know what I mean like, no
0: no that's like, that's the that's what makes it even more that's a, that's exactly the thing it's the it's the what could have been mm-hmm. um sorry I'm listening there's someone has hella background noise going on right now not me it might be me I think
1: Nikki's on a on a Snapchat video call with her family. Uh, is
0: her family using megaphones? <laughs> yeah. <hold on. gasps>
3: We're nearly there, guys. No, it's it's not bad. Through.
0: I just heard it for a second. I was trying to listen to make sure it wasn't mine. No, that but like that whole that whole old scene. It has like you know, it, you know, it's such a you know nice ode to different, you know different eras of Hollywood and them dancing around her with the balloons is from with Audrey Hepburn from Funny Face. As you know, Audrey Hepburn oh, is nice. like my favorite good movie um a lot of those pictures were done by Richard Avedon great photographer check him out anyway but those kind of like things there and you get it and you're watching and you watch photographers are bad it's it's where you're uh you could how about (laughs) suck a fucking dick how's that sound watch the movie after bad how's that sound you get one bad guy what you want to go over bad actor stories how many more bad actor stories think I got than more bad photographer stories you want to (laughs) go
3: Kevin, been... he's I, I, honestly, yeah, I honestly thank you Adam.
1: Oh my gosh, I honestly I honestly wouldn't even con- I wouldn't even say that he's like a a dick. Like I think it's more of down. Like I think yeah he's annoying, but I don't think it's like I don't. No no I do No I do For know who that mean. whole scene, the yeah. um, um
0: the uh no he's just doing the job he was fucking hired to do. The um right.
1: But yeah, it's when his fault, uh but, Mia's got a show.
0: Yeah, when you when you see the uh. Yeah, you go through that whole thing with, with having the, with them having the kid and, and, you know, they're just their whole lives together and going through every single song from the soundtrack. You know, it's one of those kind of things that really is something, it's just, it's special because you get to reminisce over their relationship at the end of the movie with them in a way. You know what I mean? Because you live through those songs through the movie. So to get them all together at the end is
3: just – it. it's fucking – it is a wonderful ending. It's like, it's like they put us through a heartbreaking movie for two hours and then in the span of five minutes gave us the not heartbreaking version. Yeah. And, and like you said – took it away yeah immediately. that's
1: what i
0: mean and you get
1: which there is exactly what the academy did
3: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> exactly it, and the academy gave us what we what we thought we wanted which was
1: the la land winning best picture and then they took it all away from us yeah and, and... it's the moonlight with that blue light the blue light
0: the um mm. and then you know when they get to the end and he's you know you come back out and you're back into the club and it's just him on stage once again playing the final notes of The me and Sebastian theme. It's fucking great. And that's, you know, when her husband's like, hey, do you want to go? And they get up and leave. And then, you know, they stand up. And the look. They look at each other. Turn around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they turn around and they look at each other. And it's kind of this look of, like, heartbreak and love loss type thing but then there's kind of a you know they both have a little smirk at the end and you're mm-hmm. like now when you watch that final scene are we watching what he wishes it was are we watching what he thinks could have been or is it something that you think they're both feeling I
2: yeah i don't think i think it's really, it right i think it's a both
1: yeah i don't know if it's necessarily like um you know something that they're that's in their head that they're thinking about i think it's just the movie i think it's more of the movie kind of showing you like the alternate reality that
0: We don't disagree thing, a lot I, I complete i i read it totally different i because what he do you play, think it is? because no i i i think it's both of them looking back on it because he, i mean he plays it's a musical so you're allowed to have a theme that gets played in the movie uh, mm-hmm. similar if you have a relationship you're in at some point and you have a song that relates to that person. When you hear that song, it makes you think about that person. This is like the op where He's actually just he's playing what their theme is, which I really love mm-hmm. that whole idea too, of one of the characters gets to play his fucking theme. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's just fucking, yeah. he, he sits there and he gets to play his theme and you go into this thing. Um, and that's where I kind of think that, that, uh, like with the look at the end, it's, I think it's him starting to think of it and then kind of, you know, what could have been where their lives could have been. Um, because why I think it's both of them is because, uh, he, he doesn't know the perspective of her having the child. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's something, Mm -hmm. a memory that she has. So she would have to be reimagining it with him. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, right. He wouldn't solely be imagining them, uh, yeah. That's what I'm you. saying.
0: Yeah, They've been separate for 5 years. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's both I don't think it's just the movie saying, "Oh, look what could have been." I think it's them having that that thought. It's them reminiscing through the music. They get the look at the end and it's kind of like, you know, okay, like you said, "I will always love you." "I will always love you too." This kind of meaningful relationship um they kind of went down memory lane for that song, and that, that that's just how I that's how I
1: take yeah.
3: it. I Rather think than you them. nailed it,
0: yeah.
1: Um, now, so this movie, so so this movie won how many Oscars? Six. Won four. Won six. six. Okay, won six. So one best director, best actress, best original song, best score, best cinematography. And what, Best... Pro- did it win Production Design, or...? Yes, Best Production Design. Um, was nominated for Costume, Film Editing, Sound Mixing, Sound Editing. Um, was obviously nominated for two songs. Uh, Original Screenplay, Uh, Actor, and Picture. What won Best Original Screenplay that year? Because Moonlight's Adapted. Yeah. Um... let us see but um one thing I also do want to talk about is oh Manchester, Manchester by, the by the City, City. Lonergan yeah right. which I feel like yeah, that's another Adam movie it's another big Adam movie Adam don't you like Manchester by the City another Lonergan. movie I've also never, never seen, seen, it. seen oh you've never great. seen it oh no, no you know Adam's Adam's big on the uh on the three of those billboards that were all outside the uh epic. Ooh, Adam likes love movies that movie. Adam Adam likes uh, movies with um towns in the title <laughs> yeah. La La Land three billboards outside of F- Missouri yeah. um, but what we've been doing or at least I don't know if we, we didn't do this on our signs episode but we did it with our call me by your name episode is the uh, the segment where we discuss the cue the banter double feature um, so seeing La La Land what is a movie that you would like to what would be a double feature for you? Sit down, you watch either you either watch La La Land second or you watch it first, but you but you watch it as part of the double feature. What is Yeah, you what'd you pair it up with?
3: Come... Man. Well, I mean, isn't the first thing that comes to mind moonlight? That's that's, that the... that's
1: one I've thought about. Moonlight is just because like the history that they have intertwined with it.
3: Is it's... it Crazy Stupid Love? Because Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling Emma and Stone Stone, Emma Stone, Emma Stone throw... with
0: with a with a douche fucking boyfriend. Hey,
1: yeah, you can watch. You can watch. Uh, All right, that's Squad my answer. Too, if you want, that's my answer.
3: <laughs> I like that. That's a good answer. Crazy Stupid Love in La La Land. In yeah, order. A, that order. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. Because that's the uh, that's the prequel. To the, I mean, there's they've been, they've been they've been together in what three movies? Yeah, three or four. And they might be.
3: Who's what what the other one? Because
1: G- Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. They like have never even heard of that. Yeah, bad. That was the movie that was coming out the one year and then there was a shooting in a movie theater and there's a shooting in a movie theater in that movie so they had to, like, re-edit it and re-release it.
2: Yeah.
1: Or, like, cut it out. Like, yeah, they had to, like, delay the release of it and make changes because it just, like, wasn't... In... People didn't want to... Didn't sit right. That. I feel like they're going to be in more movies. I feel like they, like, already in a different movie together. Like, I feel like that's not... I feel like they might be, like, coming out, like, I'm not sure exactly, but Crazy Stupid Love. I love them in Crazy Stupid Love.
3: It's a good movie. It's like... an underrated movie.
1: Yeah, I just like them together. I just, I, so like even Mendes. Come on, <laughs> they're
3: good Let together. It
1: happen. Yeah, they are really good together. Um, Emma Stone says she can't imagine life without Ryan Gosling. This is I'm just looking at articles. I typed them both. I don't know. If it's they're
0: like the Leonardo DiCaprio Kate Winslet thing. remember Kate Winslet won the Oscar for The Reader, maybe. Thank Leonardo DiCaprio before she thanked her husband. That happened uh,
1: but they weren't in the Reader together.
0: They were. In, no. They were in what Revolutionary, Revolutionary
1: Road. Road. That was yeah. Ugh.
0: She won an Oscar for that.
1: No, she won for the Reader, which probably I guess that that's a weird movie for her to have won for.
0: That's the first movie um, uh, me and Kate saw in the theater together. We went as a group to a, see the Reader. That is. That is why. <laughs> Why? That hasn't aged well. What is wrong with
1: you? Why didn't age well? The, I mean, the Reader is the movie. Ray you, Fines, the first
0: movie. Oscar winning. Roger Deakins. It's not to like about it? The movie? It's <laughs> not that it. bad.
2: I know, but it's a weird
0: movie to be. Oh, that's the first movie I saw. I mean, you don't get to choose what movies are out when you start dating somebody, though. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it's not. It, yeah, that's
0: true. But you went to the theater to see the Reader. Yeah, because it was a movie that was getting good reviews. Yeah. So I went to go see the, the here's the reader. It's supposed to be good. Here's good reviews. It looks good. So we went to go see the fucking reader. Hmm. OK, whatever. I, I just don't know why He's it's an scared. Oscar winning Oscar nominated movie. Why is a weird thing to see in the theater? It's a weird
1: movie to see. That, just, that doesn't strike me as a movie that people were rushing to go to the movie theater.
0: Nobody um, said what? rushing. Somebody, it was just that <laughs> the movie said, was playing, and it said, said James said, "Do you want to go see The Reader?" And I said, "Kate, do you want to go to the movies?" And she said, "Yeah." We went to go see the re- we went to go see The Reader. It was not like I got to get out there. The fucking Reader. It was just like this movie's supposed to be good. Let's go.
1: Your first movie that you went to see with your now long-term girlfriend was a movie about a 15-year-old having an affair with a 40-year-old Nazi. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. If
1: if do I'm me a favor.
0: This. Look when the reader came out. Look at the fucking week and show, tell me. I want to know the box office.
1: That's what I want to know. That's what I'm actually trying to do. I want to look, to look at the account. box office there.
0: But I want to know where hey. it's like, well, what do I say? Oh, uh, we really haven't been to the movies yet, and this doesn't really seem like the kind of theater, the kind of movie we'd go to. Let's see something. What else was out? It's
1: just the reader. Let's
3: wait till next week.
1: December 12th, 2008. You you gave money to uh, Harvey Weinstein.
3: I mean, as
0: everyone who's ever been to a movie theater before, has.
1: Now, why was this? So I have two cinematographers listed for this. Deakins Mm. and Chris Menges.
0: Yeah, I think Menges was like fucking blind.
2: What?
1: That's so
0: cool. Or was losing his sight or was old. That actually might be the weird thing. No,
1: Chris Menges replaced Roger Deakins.
0: Did he? Yeah. Weird. I, I, where that whole blind thing came from? No idea. No idea.
1: Come on. <laughs> wow, wait, Roger Deakins is blind. No. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it's like. All right,
0: so what else was. Uh...
1: Oh, I thought you were looking it up. No, I told you. You're the December... one talking. You're the one December talking 12. shit. December all right, so Nick, what is your double feature? We have Crazy Stupid Love and La of La Land for Adam. I have two ideas um, listed for me, but while I look this up, do you have a do you have a double feature?
0: Um, ah, I'm trying to think of something that would go well with this. I go. What do you got? What do you got for chair? So, so I have the two movies
1: that I, the movie, the movie that I kept thinking about, and it's it's mentioned in the movie, but like I kept the past few times watching it, I wanted to watch Casablanca straight right after. Yeah, it makes right sense. You I old, want to watch an old Hollywood, go old um, Hollywood.
0: You go Funny Face. That's the movie with Audrey Hepburn and the balloons. Um, now another movie that I kind of want to. Like would
1: maybe think about doing it is is the artist, which is a movie I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. But like it's just because both movies sort of handle or like kind of make an ode to like old Hollywood in very different ways. Ones like oh let's make one of those movies, and the other ones just like there's elements throughout.
0: What about Shape of Water? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: That's that's another good one. Shape of Water. They have the old
0: movie theater and that whole type of thing.
3: I saw Shape of okay. Water with my mom. And there is a lot of nudity and a sex scene with a fish man. With a fish man.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. So, so Nick, you saw this movie the week, the week it came out? I think so. I mean, okay. on, this is Where did you see it? Because I have, I have the week of the domestic week of December 12th. The reader is the 25th movie at the box office.
0: I don't know if it was the first week. What else was out at the same time as the fucking reader? So
1: um, this week, the number one movie was The Day the Earth Stood Still starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah,
0: did not see that. No, thank you. I watched that on a plane.
1: (laughs) Four Christmases. I think I saw this movie when it came out.
0: Uh, Twilight. I had already seen it.
1: Duh. Bolt. Australia. Uh, I bought that and
0: watched that one time. The movie is rough.
1: This this box office is rough. Are right. you kidding me? This thing sucks. Quantum of Solace. I already saw it. Nothing like the holidays. Never heard of it. Madagascar: Escape to Africa. I'm not going to see it. Milk, starring Sean Penn. Did
0: not see it. Transporter Three. You got Slumdog Millionaire. Didn't see it until I bought it. But what and I'm slum, saying is, it's yeah. like there's not like a oh perfect first date movie. And it was just like, hey, movie's out. Where to go see it? might have been after Christmas. I don't yeah. know when I saw it, but I saw yeah, it in a fucking have... theater.
1: You might as well have seen the 16th uh, movie in the box office that week, which was The Boy in the Striped Pajamas.
0: That's what I mean. Whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a, look it, you guys, you guys ever going to watch The Reader? No. uh, Which is my, which is my point. It's, it, it. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying. It's fucking Kate. It's Kate Winslet's Oscar win. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's a great performance about a young boy that, that has an affair with this woman who they find out when they put her on trial that, that she was a, she worked at a nazi camp but the whole thing about it is they they're trying to try her for for certain crimes that she didn't do because she cannot read but she doesn't want to admit that she cannot read and seem stupid it's a it's a weird thing and, a and and the young kid is played by ray fines later in life and when they oh, when okay. the kids See, I young know ray i right. don't know yeah ray fines is in it uh uh winslet harry armpits other kid shows dog so, it's a why it's a weird it's, it's so I'll i don't
3: put read. it down i'll it's, put it down so nick's, <laughs> du- nick's <be> convinced him
2: this <laughs> double feature yeah it is it's, la la, 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 la land, land of the Reader. yeah put it together <laughs> i'll take it i'll take <laughs> it
0: I, that's the best movie me and kate you know that's the best experience of going to a movie with kate to the worst experience because even now she's like i'd right, fucking movie i'm like hey, whatever
1: guy yeah you know, uh, what? guy hung Dong. Sure. guy hung
0: Dong then became refines <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all you got to do. Go on screen, take your dick out, you're fights. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's actually what the, I'm reading the Wikipedia synopsis of the movie. That's what it says. Um,
0: that's weird.
1: I think the first movie Nikki and I saw in theaters together was uh, The Hunger Games. Romantic. Yeah, we both read the book, so wow. Well, that's a good movie. Um, this is a very positive podcast for the, the majority of its runtime until. I started talking about the reader, a movie I haven't seen. So a movie you, really, a but...
0: movie you haven't seen, with an Oscar-winning performance, and you shit on the fact that yeah. twelve years ago I went to go see the movie I... because it was out at the time that we started doing. I was just surprised; it didn't
1: seem like a movie that you would have gone to theaters in the theaters to see. That's all the same. Me and James, did now. you
3: have we to? Used to go? Did it was you like... have to do it on my episode, Jared? Please, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you have saved it for another time. <laughs>
1: This is going to be a now running bit of the of the podcast. <laughs> we need more
3: bits.
0: The um, yeah. I mean, Adam, do you have any closing things you you know you want to say about La La Land?
3: Uh, I just love it. I'm gonna re- Jared. I think your letterbox review today was pretty apropos. Would you say it was like a like a nice glass of wine or something?
1: Well, yeah, because it was I was I we were planning on drinking wine yesterday night, and I knew that was I knew I was gonna be drinking wine because we just bought a lot of wine. So I wanted to watch a movie that. Got me like I like I put on a different movie. I put on like Snatch originally I was like, this doesn't make me feel like drinking wine. This makes me feel like having like a pint at a bar with the with the lads or like a a little like a whiskey coke or something like that. So I was like, let me. Put, I was like, you know what? I need to rewatch La La Land. We're recording. We were supposed to record a while ago or like a week ago. So I want to rewatch it, get refreshed. And I was like, this is a nice fine glass of wine of a movie. That's what I'll. I yeah. Guess.
3: I think that's exactly how I feel about it. It's something I want to return to, pretty frequently. um it's a delight to watch. It breaks your heart in all the right ways, and uh, makes you, you
1: feel, know, but it makes you feel good.
3: I felt good, feel good after good. the movie, and I will say also, that for the longest time, I only had two albums on my phone, and they were the La La Land soundtrack and Father of the Bride, uh, the Vampire Weekend <laughs> oh. album. So what about
0: you? T- what about you two? You have the <laughs> two. <the YouTube>
3: <laughs> I yeah, I listened to the soundtrack a lot.
0: It's a, good, it's a good soundtrack.
3: From start yeah. to finish, it's a great soundtrack.
0: Yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm.
3: And there's um, I mean, there's
0: also the extended. Do you have the vinyl, Nick? No, the I never one? bought the vinyl. I never, I'm always, uh, I fun, you know, oddly enough, Moonlight and La La Land are two movie scores or soundtracks that, that I constantly, I'm like, maybe, maybe, you know, I just haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. That's fair. That's fair.
3: It's a delight. It's a great movie. Everyone should watch it.
1: I agree. With a glass of wine or a cup of coffee. Of yeah.
2: yeah. Why not?
0: Make
1: a dal Whip
2: with that coffee up.
0: It's <laughs> a love. It's a fuck. It's a love story. It's a love story, um, and love stories don't always end the way you want them to end. You
1: know.
2: Yeah. There you go. And like I, I forget
1: what I read somewhere. It was like, it's a movie about. I think it might have been an Ehrlich's... David Ehrlich's uh, his letterbox review of the movie. It's like talking about it being a movie about love than, or like a
3: love movie. A love – I,
1: I got to find it. Guys, oh, um, guy's a fucking poet, Adam, isn't he? Just... Yeah. Oh say gosh. love
3: one more time.
1: Well, let's see. Let's, where is it? You guys talk. I'm going to look for something. You guys
0: just – You didn't leave us anything to fucking talk with. You made, we made Adam guys, make I'm, his closing remarks and then – I
3: will say thank you for having me on the podcast, oh, first of Of course. All. You're always – It is always, a okay. delight to have your guys' voices in my ears, especially during quarantine. Uh, If you keep putting out content, I will be a happy boy. Oh, yeah. We are definitely going to keep putting it out. Oh, here we go.
1: I have it here. I think this is a more difficult and more rewarding film than some people are expecting or will be interested in seeing. The way it disintegrates from the Technicolor to the (laughs) Quotation. From a romance about movies to a movie about romance. It's a bold move executed to near perfection
0: yeah that's a very good way to put that's that is one of the things about it too is like when you get the talking about it being challenging you know what i mean i I like that
3: yeah good review did you know this was uh damien chazelle's like senior project at harvard
1: yeah he started this and then didn't get the funding so they ended up going through with they did whiplash Whiplash. like yeah yeah yeah, him and her wrote this in college um yeah that's kind of crazy
0: Crazy. That's cool. <sighs> so, I mean, Adam, as always, thank you for thank you for coming on to Talk La La Land. Obviously, we're going to have you on again. Who knows what we're going to talk about? I don't know. It's going to happen, though.
3: Can I add something to your cues?
0: Of course. Do you want to?
3: Yeah. I'll get the pen and
1: paper ready.
3: I, I've noticed that you've not done any zany, crazy comedies yet. I know there's some coming, but... Uh, David Wayne's They Came Together. David Wayne directed Wet Hot American Summer, Role Models, okay, they, all those kind of wild and crazy. They Came Together. It is a parody of romantic comedies starring okay. Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Oh, yeah, I'm on board. It's dynamite. You guys are going to love it. Sign me Bobby up. Newport. So... um, Thank you for
0: adding something to our queue. Obviously, if you're listening and you want us to watch something, drop us a line on Twitter or on Instagram at Um You know, stay safe during this quarantine. Remember to socially distance and keep on washing your hands. And uh, remember, keep uh, adding things to your queue and uh, let the banter ensue.
2: Is someone
0: in the house the the only thing thing in quarantine? quarantine? Watching while the world keeps slowing down. Somewhere there's a place where I find where I'd rather be. Somewhere. That this
2: state keeps
0: shutting me. down.
2: <laughs> There's
0: someone in the house, the only vacant quarantine. Watch it while the world keeps slowing down.
3: Oh fuck! I spilled. I gotta go clean this up.
2: I spilled my drink. I really gotta go. All right. Later, Adam. See you guys.